Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry May. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Yeah, is absolutely right. What up Wednesday is in full effect throughout the nation, throughout the city, throughout the state, from sea to shining sea. Harry Mays and company, Tony Bruno, Harry, Miss Robin, Joe C, Joe K, everybody's out there. Intern uh, Caleb is out there. Is intern Conlon Thompson out there? I know. I, I do, I'm doing that as a joke know, now, by the way. Are we sure they're really there? Yes. I don't know if they're there. They no, are, they're there. They're they, posting they stuff. They talk to me. They talk during... to Rob. They don't talk to me, though. Well, I have. I, I send. You both decided you do not want to be part of the group emails because you complained about them too much. So you have been cut off. That's why I can't do Zoom sessions. Right. You know? There's yeah. like 50 people all talking it's at once. It's too much for us. I can't have three people talking at the same time. I need to have 50 people in boxes. It's an outrage. So anyway, we got a lot of fun stuff today. Let's start it off on this May 20th, Harry. What's some football talk, shall we? Because you know what we have. Well, not yet. Well, I like this now. You got your your old machine back. Yeah. You will no longer hear any errors when it comes to the sound. No longer, no longer will I see you trying to swipe and the thing won't move and then you're hitting buttons and you don't hear anything you know and then you, you hit it again do? and you hear half of it. I had to go back old school. Right. I had to go back to my 360 machine. This is an old school radio station staple. Right. Back in the day when I used to hear guys on radio, I'd say, how do they get those sounds so fast? This was the machine. It's an old clunky heavy thing. It's worth mm-hmm. like 2500 bucks still if you wanted to buy a new one now. But the good thing about it is when you hit something, what up? it, it works. plays instantly. And it's I got amazing. 50 sounds right in front of me. And then I have another page with 50 and another page and another page and another page. And then we're going to go all the way to the White House. Yeah! You know what I'm saying? But now you could at least put your hand sanitizer on <laughs> exactly. and still execute the drops. Correct. And there's no right? droplets on here, by right, the way. Right, there's no droplets. Now the CD says that it, the droplet thing and maybe washing everything too much and it maybe it doesn't pass. And So every day there's another story, Harry. Mm-hmm. So I'm still safe. We keep safe. CDC today, the whole... Uh, but we're going to continue to be safe on the show. Rather safe than sorry. But don't get a haircut. No, we will have a Governor Wolf update. Now, you know I don't like to talk about politics on the show, Harry. But when it affects us locally, what they do in Washington, nobody can control. That's the federal government. We all know how inept that is. I worry about my inept local government, like our mayor here, and the governor, who I believe, once again today, may come under some scrutiny on this program for things that affect everybody. They don't just affect me. They don't just affect Harry Mays. They affect, like, Pittsburgh Steeler fans. Mm-hmm. This is sports-related. Yeah. If you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, how can you like what the governor of Pennsylvania did to your quarterback? Not my quarterback. Not Harry's quarterback. The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Coming back from a season of injury and all kinds of issues, right? And if there's anybody in the NFL that needed a haircut... Oh, it was absolutely. him. Absolutely. Right? I mean, Jesus. Absolutely. He's needed a haircut for two years. Yeah, and then he was sitting at home in quarantine. Right. He looked like a memory, looked like a mountain Getting man. Getting fat. Oh, that happens. That's, right. Come on. There's nothing you could do. Was he morbidly obese, though? That's I, what I would That I don't know. I don't, I don't really... think Ben ever got to the morbidly obese level. 
and he was self-medicating like <laughs> a lot of people. But the governor of Pennsylvania, Harry, calls out Ben Roethlisberger for getting a haircut, an illegal haircut in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Now, as people know in all the different states, there are different rules, phase one, phase two in some places. But apparently Allegheny County is in phase two, which is the yellow zone. But you still can't get a haircut. you got to go green. Oh, you got to go green? Yeah. So we're in the part of the state here in the Philadelphia We're red. Area. We're in red. We can't yeah. do anything. We're, we're never going to get I the yellow. I have to open the door and, and put my head out and look. You know, I got to duck outside and see if it's safe to go out there. I have to look both ways before actually opening my door. Forget about crossing the street. Right. <laughs> so we can't do anything here. But in other parts of the state, the more rural parts. Mm-hmm. Now, Harry, we're trying to be fair here. The governor is saying that Ben Roethlisberger is costing other people the chance to live. He's going to be killing people if he goes into a barber shop. He to was get his hair cut? Apparently taking a chance that the governor doesn't think it's worth it. That is, it's too risky to go get your hair cut. Now, by the way, is the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers as equally as concerned about his franchise quarterback as the governor who's sitting up there in his office playing God is as concerned about Ben Roethlisberger and his barbershop? I don't think he weighed in. The you know, ownership of he, the Steelers. He, Roethlisberger isn't the only one who got in trouble, by the way, regarding a haircut specifically. Uh, Serge Aurier of the Tottenham. Yeah, um, but that's over oh, that's over in England. But he, like, this was his third violation, and so now he's going to be fined, and he's going to have all sorts of problems, and it's because he had an illegal haircut. But that was only one of the things. Those soccer guys See, are freaky. They're getting loose. They're going to go out and try to find a cool mod. Oh, yeah, those but, soccer it, guys get their hair cut every, like, four days, you know, because they've got to get the fade and stuff carved into their head. We're trying to keep it here to the the People's Republic well, of Pennsylvania, formerly the Commonwealth. It used to be the Commonwealth. Now it's the Comradeworth. No, there is no Commonwealth You're anymore. damn no. right there isn't. So anyway, that's, that's not a political thing. It's if the ownership of the team. Did the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know that guy up there? Oh, I love As him. He condemned Mike Tomlin. His, did Mike Tomlin condemn his own quarterback for getting a haircut? I don't think he's weighed in either, but if anybody else knows different, please let me know yes. because I want to hear that. Exactly. I Harry love, hasn't gotten a haircut. I love listening to Mike Tomlin oh, speak. absolutely. I, I, he just addresses the media. He is. He gives zero Fs. I believe we should, we should impanel a, a very special breaking news Mike Tomlin emergency news conference in the city of Pittsburgh, I think he should get all the media together, of course, safely uh, separated and on one of those 50-person. Uh, remember, the Eagles had 50 people, 55 people on their Doug Peterson deal yesterday. But only remember? 12 can ask questions, yeah. apparently. Well, most, yeah. of these, uh, most of these morons don't know what to ask. They just sit around and act important. But anyway, enough about that. So that's an outrage, Harry. Again, I get the governor's job is to play God, but you ain't be telling the Pittsburgh Steelers what to do. Since when did he become the NFL commissioner, too? I don't, I don't know. Is he, Governor Wolf the commissioner of the National Football League? He starts coming after Carson Wentz, and we're going to have a real problem. <laughs> All right? And by the way, you know when you know football is getting closer to getting back to some sort of normalcy, Harry? Mm-hmm. Even though there's never going to be a new normal or an old normal? Jarrah. Jarrah. When Jarrah says, hey, boys, when he says... My favorite thing. How about Jim Galloway? Well, you know, Jimmy Johnson's no longer around, but Jerry Jones is back in the house, yo. This is a big day for our clubs. I think it's a big day for the NFL. I think it's a big day for sports. Uh, It's a big day for building confidence. 
Uh, we're going to be very deliberate, but we're also going to be very determined. We will keep a close eye on the comfort and care of our employees as uh, we're involved in this transition. We'll do it the right way. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's a big Jerry. day. Now, did you notice that somebody was, like, playing music in mm -hmm. the background? They're partying on that boat, man. No, 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 no. I said, where did that cut come from? <laughs> and it was from DallasCowboys.com. Oh, okay. So it was an in-house production. So not only did they just get Jerry making these statements, they had to put some music in the background. It's a it was big produced. Day. It's a big day for the boys. Down Dallas here. Cowboys yes, opening indeed. up their facility. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Oh, man. That's mighty fine. Jerry. Jerry. When Jarrah makes the proclamation uh, with music behind him, yeah. you know it's getting real. Right. You know things are right. getting serious. <laughs> right. Now, Tony Bruno. Yes, that's me. It is Wednesday. You know what that means, don't you? What up? So our, did we determine that he's going to be in the first break? Is he coming? Like, we don't want to screw him up and have him, like, start and stop. Yeah, remember last week on What Up Wednesday, well, Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee was supposed to join yeah. us. In our second segment. However, you know, something happened. Business came up. So we had to postpone him. Right. And then that meant that Jose, who normally opens the show with What Up Wednesday salutations. He got thrown way off his game. Yeah. yeah we can't was, do that to him. It was like a rain delay for yeah. the starting pitcher. Exactly, exactly, right. exactly what it was. He was in the bullpen warming up, ready to come he was out ready start to start the game. Yep. And then he's delayed again. And, and it was then like, you know what happens. It's like we gave him a Charlie horse. Mm-hmm. And so we need to determine exactly so that we can put out the bat signal so that we don't do that to him again. He put on that fake silk jacket and a big <laughs> ice pack on his shoulder, yep. and he sat in the dugout yep. for another 15 minutes, yep. and he got cold. Yep, yep. That was it. You're right about that, man. So we should get Jose on before we talk to our first guest of the, show, of the day. It's I up to you guys, but I, I'm good with that. I think we should. I think we'll have Jose. Cam Rogers is going to join us. He's a young man. This guy's in his early 20s. And he's already like giving the commencement speech at the University of Maryland, where he just graduated a couple of years. And he does a podcast on Tiger Woods. So we're going to talk some golf, Harry. Now, does he do a podcast with Tiger Woods at times? He oh. follows Tiger Woods, like, doing everything. So he's – and he's award Is this the officially licensed Tiger Woods <laughs> podcast? I think it's the unofficial official. I want to or find the official out from the unofficial? So is he at the Perkins – I don't know. I don't know. That's why we're going to That's talk. That's a good okay. question. Okay. He reached but he out. is the fir foremost expert on Tiger really? Woods right now. Yeah. Well, pro Self-proclaimed, uh, of self course. No, <laughs> not just self-proclaimed. Other people have said this as well, no, and I he's know. already award-winning. I'm making a joke because we have the self-proclaimed best coach in Montgomery County. Henry Racist. Henry Racist, yeah. the coach Racist, who's, who he was doing our Thursday night shows uh, for many, many years. And Actually, people are like, A couple who? of weeks back there. <laughs> And so, hit the F and post goes, so he's a stalker. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Listen, there are a lot of self-proclaimed Tiger Woods fans. Most of them were Perkins Pancake waitresses, right. though. And then you know what happened? Something went terribly, terribly wrong. And then 10 years later, it took all that time after the nine iron outside for Tiger Woods. Or was it a wedge, Harry? Did we ever determine? Uh, I think it was a nine in? iron. Was it a nine yeah. iron? I yeah. bet you he'll know, Cam. If anybody's going to know. Elon but... didn't think she could get there with a wedge. <laughs> She needed the nine iron because there was a little puff of breeze up in her face, and she needed a few extra yards. Oh, my. Oh, my. Is yeah. Right. Too soon? Yeah. Too soon? Too soon. That was like 11 years exactly. ago. Exactly. Tiger wishes it was sooner. It'll be 11 years ago this Thanksgiving. Are you yeah. serious? That was 2009 when that happened. Wow. Will that be, we'll do one of those on this date oh, in history. We, we have to. 
We have Jose. How are you? Jose's on hold. We're going to take a break. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a break and then come back and do Jose and then get Cam Rogers on. We're not going to mess up the order and, and mess up the juju, Harry. Not the juju Schuster up there in Pittsburgh. I wonder if he's concerned that... Uh, that, that the ben quarterback, got a haircut. That Ben Roethlisberger got an illegal haircut, Harry. We must stop this illegal activity. We must, we must crush these people. We must crush Ben Roethlisberger for putting the lives of Allegheny County residents in jeopardy, Harry. What am I going to do with my fantasy team now? <laughs> Do I not start Ben Roethlisberger? The day you have a fantasy team <laughs> is the real, really the end of the world. Yes. I mean, that's the un, undying sign of the apocalypse. You're absolutely right. <laughs> when we come back, Jose from Norristown, yo. I mean, he's a staple. What up? And we'll talk to Cam Rogers, Tiger Woods expert. That's coming up this weekend, Harry. Yep, Sunday. The, the match. Champs for charity. The match. Merchandising. We're coming right back here, Tony and Harry and the whole gang. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more and when we do washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety you can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products manufactured right here in the u.s we offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10 percent off today forcefield.com discount code radio our work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American, proudly union. Let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former All-Stars, Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines. Available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves 
actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Fixing all that's broken. Not just in broadcasting, not just in satellite radio, not just in society, but for humanity. That's why we're here, Harry. We're part of the humanities. Well, we're essential, I know that. We are very essential. We have not missed a day of broadcasting excellence here. We're with you all the way. We're all alone in this together. We are really in it together <laughs> with the listeners. Yes, we are. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is a What Up Wednesday. It's a staple of this show. What up? Going back to generations and generations. What up? And there's all kinds of What Ups now. What up? Now that I found my machine, and of course this one too. What up, Bruno? Exactly. And there's only one voice behind all of those great salutations. The man who made What Up Wednesday, I believe soon to be a national holiday added to the calendar, Harry. The great Jose. What up, yo? What up, Brunos? What up, Miss Wobbins? What up, Mays? What up, Josie and Casey's? What up, Canines? What up, McAlpins, Max, and Melissa's? And expecting a baby on the way? Hello, friends. What up, yo? What up, Brunos? What, what up, Stanford what up? University, Miss Robbins? What up? <laughs> I love how he throws in McAlpins. I we know. haven't worked with him in like 15 years. <laughs> he showed up in the studio once in the last, I don't know. Five years. He's listening every day, though. So, I mean, if he's <laughs> listening, he gets a salutation. Oh, okay. That's how it works on okay. the show. Yeah, What's I going? know. No, he mentioned Joe C. and then Joe K. I don't, I don't know. I, I think he kind of blew Krause off again. What up, Krause's? What up, Krause's? How we doing backstage, what yo? <laughs> All right, let's get down to the business, Jose. Last week, you were thrown off your game. And we want to make sure. Bundy. Exactly. It wasn't Bundy. No. It was Pat McAfee, but he didn't throw you off your game. He, he had to do something, so he had to postpone you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, man. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get down to the business as you Let's get going. down to it, man. How about football? How about Jerry Jones making you feel better, even if you're not a Cowboy fan? I'm the not. The fact that you heard Jerry with music behind him talking Jerry about Jones. how great it is to welcome the fellas back in to the Dallas Cowboy facility. That's America's team after. Well, what, where they could finish 9-7 and seven again and miss the playoffs? And you got to go wow. all negative on the Cowboys right him. now. You realize that Troy Aikman and I are tight and he's been on the show? What up, Troy Aikman? <laughs> what up, number eight? What up, triplets? What up, Irvins and Emmett and Nate Newtons and Mark Stepanowski and Mark Tuane and Jay Novacek? Mark Tuane, wow. That's great. That's a good pull right Man. there. And Eric Williams and John Giesick and Derek Kennard. Don't forget the great, the greatest long snapper next to, uh, well, the greatest long strapper. It's not strapper. Dale Harrell. Hellerstray. Dale Hellerstray. Yep. Dale Hellerstray is the greatest long snapper in NFL history. Three Super Bowl rings, Harry. Now, you know our good friend I here. I thought Dornboss was the best. Dornboss only has one ring. 
Yeah, Thomas I mean, Gray had three of them. It's a long snapper. What does a long snapper have to do with the ring? Now, I'll say because this. Because he's the one that uh, gives the ball to John Jett and Mike Saxon and all them. Exactly right. You know that's the toughest position in football? The long yep. snapper? Yeah. Yep. That could cost you a game. You get a bad snap on a potential. That to Tony Romo could. Who like are you, mess. Andy Reid, trying to get the Eagles job, I mean, going on a four-hour dissertation about the long Dale snapper? Dale Hallistray, man. He's doing morning radio in Phoenix, Arizona again, man. That's oh, my don't boy. Don't forget Toby Golan, by the way. Toby Golan. <laughs> Jesus. You're not even getting this in local Dallas no. radio. You know what I'm saying? Well, the hosts don't even know who these guys are. They don't even are. know who Dale Hallistray is. Because I broke down the whole roster. That's a good job out of you, man. <laughs> I know my cowboy historical oh, rosters. You I know gotta, what I mean? I got to do one more time. How about them cowboys? Well, Jose, were you dialed in on the uh, last weekend where we had some more live sports, the Bundesliga all weekend? We had the golf. You had the NASCAR. I didn't watch any of it, but I've been listening to it lately. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. A man who, who prides himself on watching every obscure sport, pulling out DVDs from the 80s and 90s, did not watch the actual first weekend wow. of live sports. You didn't watch NASCAR. You're going to watch NASCAR tonight because we got Darlington back in action tonight. What up, lady in black? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought he'd give us like a what up Lewandowski or something from Bayern Munich. No, this is, God, this is NASCAR tonight. No, I'm just saying last weekend with the... The, the lady in black, that's Darlington. Oh, the oh, that's the racetrack. They call yeah, it the Lady in Black. South Carolinas. I only know the Lady in Red, which yeah. is a great song. But who but did the that? Man in Black. I know the Man in Black yeah. and the Lady that's in Red. Johnny Cash. Right. right. But the Lady in Red, who did that? Let's. I know Joe C. Uh, DeBerg. Chris DeBerg, not Steve DeBerg. Exactly right, Harry. Keeping it back to Former football. Former Broncos not and 49ers and Buccaneers and Dolphins quarterback. And no relation to El DeBarge, of course. Yes. In Kansas City. That's great, Steve DeBerg knowledge, man. Yeah, of course. He's the one that played for Marty Schottenheimer near the end of his career. <laughs> not the other Shula. guy. Not the other guy. Marty Schottenheimer, but not... Not Shanahan. Not Mike Shanahan. That's right. Nope. Uh-uh. Don't get him started on wow. that one. He'll never <laughs> get... He'll never stop. <laughs> what up, Mike Shanahan? What up, John Elways? What up, uh, Keith Karts and Keith Bishops and uh, Clarence K, the tight end? Man, he goes obscure. Yes, he does. He's going deep today. He's going deep. And that's, yeah. you know, anybody knows. You know. What the, up, the three amigos of Ricky Natil, Vance Johnson, and uh, Mark Jackson? See, that's what I'm talking about next level. Yeah. Because, you know, any guy who watches sports occasionally, casually, or is even a real diehard sports fan can name you like a couple of big names on every franchise. Mm -hmm. When you go down deep to the three amigos level, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's phenomenal knowledge. Am yep. I right? What up, Steve Watsons and Butch Johnsons? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jose, who, who's going to you know, watch Tiger Woods this weekend? What up, Tiger Woods in that big red sweater? Yep, I am. Oh, Tiger's going to wear red. It's going to be Sunday. Tiger and Peyton against Tom Brady and Mickelson. Who you got? I'm taking Tiger and Peyton, yo. Okay. Yeah, I am too. Actually. You're going with the you're They're going favored. with the chalk here, yeah. man. Minus two hundred. Would you lay down two hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars back? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Harry? He's got his parks app. <laughs> yes, Oh, he does. what up, Tom Malin and Gary Zimmerman and Mark Slarov? The stink, he's a friend of the show, as you know. What up, Brian Habib? Brian Habib. People think he's looking this stuff up, Harry. He is not looking this he's stuff not? up. He's not? No. <laughs> 
Who, uh, who, would, look, who would look up and find Brian Habib? He was the right tackle on the first Super Bowl team. I know who he was. Not Liz Habib, the great TV sportscaster out in Los Angeles. Brian, number 75. No, know? but Liz Habib is also a friend of the show, and she does a TV sports out in Los Angeles. That's great knowledge. Oh, and by the way, what up, Mike Andersons and Howard Griffith, fullback for your Broncos? <laughs> Jose, uh, do you need? Are you in need of a haircut? Man, my hair looks very long. Yeah. And not only that, my barbershop hasn't been open for the whole pandemic. Right, it's been closed for at least eight weeks, probably. And, and you right? know what that Five, is, two don't months, you? Yo. It's an outrage. It is an outrage, it is. man. Yeah, because they're my they're my Italian homies, yo. Every barbershop in America, in Pennsylvania, is suffering. And then the governor signed a bill yesterday. Oh, we actually boy. vetoed a bill that would allow some of those other businesses that he himself deems not essential, like barbershops and other oh, yeah. things that people need. They're not essential to the governor. You know what that means? What? It's a huge loss, yo. Yes, it is. And we give him one of these. Yeah, please. <laughs> We're going to wind up like California. He's not going to open everything till July. <laughs> Don't get me started, Jose. Don't get me angry today. You won't like it when I'm angry. What up, Bruce Banner Brunos? See, <laughs> <laughs> so he knew my, my, my yeah. incredible Hulk pull there, Harry. I mean, will, will you be getting out in the sunshine over uh, the Memorial Day holiday, Jose? Are you, uh, are you still oh, going to be hopping I've been getting down? my exercise every day. I've been walking around the park a full mile. I already did two miles in two days walking around, getting that sunshine in. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Like man. the Fifth Dimension once said. Now, do you listen to Where's radio? Where's the sunshine, yeah. by the way? Yep. Let, no, let the sunshine let in. The, sunshine the sun, in. sun yep. shine in. Mm-hmm. That's right. And don't steal my sunshine either, Harry. Ain't no sunshine where she's gone. What up, Bill Whippers? Bill Withers. We just lost him not that long ago. I know, man. He was my man. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, yet another. I believe today we have to put our hands together uh, as one. Well yeah. What up, Orlandis Gary? Orlandis Gary. He had me at Ricky Nateel, <laughs> but when he starts singing Bill Withers, it's over. All right? It, he started singing to the fifth dimension. Oh, I know. What are you talking about? I know, but wow. That's another dimension. Phenomenal. What well, a comeback. You know what I've been watching on YouTube lately, um, Bruno's? Porn? Oh, they don't no, have porn on YouTube. That's a huge loss. Right. Um, no, that's boob tube. <laughs> That, no, that's prism, yo. What up, after hours? Oh, there we go. How many times does he say, I know, I know, I know in the song? I think four times. No, no it's way more than, than that. Four. Probably ten. I think it's 22 times. Is it? 22? That's gonna, crazy, man. Now, do, we have, do we have our guests on the line? What up, guests? Are we going to hold them to the next break? Next break. No. Cam Rogers? Uh, we need to let... Can we give Miss Robin one of those for wearing a Stanford sweatshirt? Wow. She went to, her, she went to Stanford in, in nursery school. Her mom she is did. a Ph.D. from Stanford. What up, trees? What up, farm? Well, yeah, and the whole tie-in to Tiger... This, we have a Tiger Woods exactly. podcaster on who Tiger went to Stanford. Exactly. Robin oh. and I bought that in the Stanford University... Uh, the bookstore? Yes. What up? Yes, and... and even in the gift store there. When somebody asks me when I wear it, they're like, well, did you go to Stanford? Mm -hmm. I can honestly, without lying, say yes. Yes, I did. Well, because you were at the bookstore or no, because no. you took a class? No, neither. <laughs> I actually graduated 
from, from Stanford Kindergarten. <laughs> kindergarten, Stanford <laughs> University. And with that, who was the speaker at that graduation? <laughs> hey, I was re. I, I graduated summa cum laude. Exactly. I was fantastic at clay. What up, painting the cow bears? Finger painting was my expertise. Right, right there. What up, finger painting? All right, Jose. All right, Jose, that's enough about Great Stanford. Great stuff, man. You know, we don't Thanks, give man. them a, Robin, when you graduate from Stanford Kindergarten, you get a letter, I think, mm -hmm. or something, a scarlet letter. Jose, we'll talk to you again soon, man. Thank you. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, Jose. He bounced back. And now, speaking of Stanford, the Cardinal, a man who hosts... On Believe, on the Believe Podcast Believe Network. Network. yeah. You know who does it? My boy, uh, my boy does a show on there. D-Ray. Daryl Reynolds. He Not does. just Daryl Reynolds, yeah. no. Ryan Leaf. Ryan oh, Leaf. Oh, that's right. Ryan that's Leaf right. is on the Believe Podcast Network, and so is this young man. Cam Rogers, Maryland guy, my, my Maryland, his Maryland. Not only did he graduate from Maryland. So he's a terp. Okay. Yes. And that's not nice to say, though, Harry. And he goes no, by Mr. Rogers 99 on, on his Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. How are you today, Cam Rogers? Hi. What's, what's going on, guys? Great to be with you. I will have to say no relation to the man in the sweater vest, unfortunately. I kind of wish I was related to him, but here I am kind of paying homage to him with my social media handle. So now you have the, the official, unofficial. Is it licensed? Do you know Tiger Woods, first and foremost? Have you been in a... In a Perkins pancake house with Tiger Woods in the last 10 years? I can't say I have. So that is not on my resume, no. So tell us what, what in, what, you know, what, because obviously you're a Tiger Woods aficionado and mm -hmm. you have a Tiger Woods podcast. Now, does Tiger Woods know that you have the Tiger Woods podcast? You know, it's possible if he has checked his mentions lately. I usually try to tag him, and I always reply tweet when he tweets out and whatnot. So there's that. I have the experience of interviewing him before, and probably I don't think I've ever been more nervous than that moment when it happened. So it was a pretty cool experience a couple of years ago. But uh, the ultimate goal, as you guys can probably expect, is to have him exclusively on the podcast at some point, and uh, we're working our way. So That would be phenomenal. Now, what separates you right now from a stalker? <laughs> <laughs> because I know I can, I can just say that, you know, for me, like whenever I'm down in Florida, I stalk Tiger Woods. Oh, do you really? Yeah, whenever you I go to the right places, you go to oh, Perkins, sure. you go to his club. Yeah, medalist, you know. You go to medalist? Yeah, absolutely. Do, they, do you look through the, the, the gates? Through and the see hedges, if you can get, like, yeah. A little, a little glimpse Try of Tiger to look at in the there. driving uh, range. Yeah. I actually have a desk right outside Metalist. That's there you go. He has a desk. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a hat that says press on it in the front with a little sticker with a fedora with the little press thing? Oh, yeah, I got it all. You know, it's just sitting out there and Tiger casually walks by. But uh, from a virtual standpoint, I'm always in tune with what he's doing. So, in a way, I want to stay informed. But from a physical standpoint, I'm all the way up in New England, so I'm right. nowhere close to him. Oh, okay. So now, would you consider yourself a more n knowing golf expert than, say, uh, uh, Faraday, our good friend? Uh, no, because David Faraday has an immense amount of experience and somebody who I have looked up to for many, many years. So I cannot even be close to David Faraday's pedestal. And he has done many Tiger Woods inter interviews before and uh, – He's pretty darn good at it. Do you play golf, and have you ever hit a two-iron stinger? <laughs> All right. So I think yes. The first answer is yes. 
Uh, I'm somewhat of a washed-up high school varsity golfer. My game peaked about seven years ago, okay. senior year. But I think the greatest shot I have ever hit, not a two-iron, but it was a three-wood bullet stinger on the 18th hole of a match that I was playing, and I did a little twirl Tiger Woods style, and then I strutted on to uh, my tee shot after that. It felt pretty darn good, and there's nothing better than a well-executed stinger because you get that thump feeling when you create contact and you get that little bullet. It's just a beautiful shot to look at. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, have you ever hit a three-wood, a majestic three-wood, on a golf course where there's hundreds of people standing around you <laughs> and the pressure is on you to take it from an uphill lie and smoke it over a of gully and then landed on a green and a majestic shot and the entire crowd goes wild under immense pressure have you ever been in that situation sir does it count when i am sleeping because in my <laughs> dream that has happened well i'll just tell you there's someone i know very well his name is tony bruno and he did that shot down in tampa bay and there were hundreds of people there to witness that kind of guy and i stink by now the which way. one of these woods did you use it was my three wood it was my oh, old school because it wasn't one of them. I think it may have been my Mizuno three-wood, Harry. Okay. And I clocked that baby, and no one else was on the green, and I was the last guy hitting. So you talk about pressure. And I have witnesses, Man. and I will have witnesses call into the show who were there. And remember, one of the greatest shots you'll ever see under pressure. Forget about these guys, Dwayne, you know, Dustin Johnson and those guys. Those guys were hacks. They weren't, they weren't making shots like that. Forget about Roy trying to get closest to the pin on 17 the other day. Forget exactly. Yeah. These guys were all over the place, and they, they, there wasn't even any crowd there. Yeah, I know. You know, the pressure of having people around you, and they have to have the people stand back and, and have to have the, the golf course attendants say, no, the back, quiet now, please. Mr. Bruno is about to hit a three-wood here. You know what I'm saying? Well, that actually brings up a really good point. As we've mentioned before, there's not going to be an audience for these games. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. there's no, not right. games. It's this right. match. Matches. But these guys hopefully will be a little more convivial yeah. in this match, right? Because the guys, let's be honest, all those guys are great golfers. Right, but they don't have a lot of personality. There's you no watched last week, Cam. Were you a little bit let down by the lack of uh, ball breaking between those four guys? It's such a great question because I talked about it on today's podcast, too. Uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed, and here's my logic with it. A lot of these guys aren't exactly used to chatting it up on the golf course when they're trying to win a PGA Tour event. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They'll chat it up with their caddies, but are they talking about, you know, talking smack, by the green? No, it's just, as they say, a gentleman's game, so you don't really get a lot of smack talk on a golf course at a given PGA Tour event. So maybe they were out of their element a little bit. I will also note it was a really bizarre group of four guys because they aren't necessarily, like, best friends. Ricky and Matthew Wolf aren't, like, real buddies. They don't hang out. And I will say that you have these four guys because they're all tailor-made players. Right. It was a tailor-made event. So the roster of whom you could pick from was smaller than, obviously, a larger pool of just regular PGA Tour guys. But, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I expect a lot better banter on Sunday afternoon. Phil is the ultimate troll on social yep. media. He's fantastic in person as well. Tiger, the last 10 years, has really come out of his shell. Manning is low-key funny. The odd man out, kind of, is Tom Brady. He needs to work on his smack talk a little bit. Yeah, you think Tom will open up now, you know, because he's – and there's a lot of prop bets out there, and you can't bet on yeah. these props. They're just, like, for amusement only. Like, will Tom Brady wear a Tampa Bay shirt or any kind of logo on Buccaneers, the thing? Yeah. Obviously, Tiger's going to wear red. If you could bet on that, you bet the house on it. You take all the money you made <laughs> in the stock market and you put it on that. 
because there's no way. I'd cap he's... that bet real low. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there's a lot of fun things to watch. But I think Peyton Manning is going to be the unsung hero here. Yeah, I do. Because I think Peyton, you see him when he does any kind of commercial or any kind of television He's pretty good at golf, too. Oh, no, he's, he's very he's good at good. golf. No, yeah. he's not going to go out there and disgrace himself. Yeah. That's why he's part no. of the favorite. He's, pa- he's in the favorite team. But he is a guy who can make this a really good television event as well. Yeah, you know, I think Peyton Manning can dig into the archives of this Manning versus Brady rivalry and really poke Brady with a stick, to use a metaphor, and get him out of his shell and get some smack talk going. And you better believe Tyler's going to throw some bombs at uh, Tom Brady as well. So they're going to give their shots. I think everybody is going to be an equal opportunity offender, though. Phil and Tiger will go after it, Manning and Brady, Phil and Manning, et cetera, et cetera. And I can guarantee it's going to be a lot better than what you saw on Sunday afternoon. But I do want to make a good point here that they raised over $5 million for COVID-19 relief on Sunday afternoon. That's the real winner out of all of that. So we're going to see even more money raised come Sunday afternoon for the match champions for charity. And at the end of the day, that's what you call a success. Yeah, now I just hope Peyton or Tiger reminds Tom Brady that you can't deflate a Pro V1. You know what I'm saying? You better believe that's in the bank. That has to be. <laughs> it has to be, right? There's got to be some. There has to be some like low blows. There's got to be some cheap shots administered because mm-hmm. you want to take the other guy off their game. Because again, this is right. not an, an, an official sanctioned event. It's a charity thing, and people want to see these guys have fun. You want to see? Well, want, they're going to hit great golf shots. Yeah, they're going to hit some bad golf shots, probably. Not many of them, but do you want to see them be perfect, Harry? No, because I, I, I don't – no, they won't be perfect. But I, I think they'll be a little sharper than those guys were last week, at least Tiger and Phil. Yeah. Were. yeah. You know, I, I can't speak for the other two guys. But um, just the camaraderie and just the, the, the interplay. If you're going to mic up guys, they got to say stuff. And that's why I was so disappointed right. with, with last week, and I think we'll get a whole lot of that this week. Because they have to be on somewhat of a limited delay, right? Even though it's live, you would think so. Yeah. I'm sure there's got to be a delay in case somebody you know, lets yeah. out an f bomb. And Tiger's done that on absolutely with hot mics all over the now, place. Now will Tiger let out an f bomb if he hits one and you know, doesn't hit the shot just right, just sweet? Will he drop one? Tiger Woods, you suck. Remember that one? Remember that one? Tiger Woods, you suck. That's oh, an all timer. That's, that's one of the all time greats. And the, the mic caught that one. He was pissed <laughs> off, as Harry Mays would say. Yeah, I want to say that was the 2010 Masters. Just coming off the scandal, too. So, mm-hmm. See, this man knows his Tiger Woods right. You're not going to let one slip by Cam. No. I mean, he's a young man just out of Maryland. Now, you did give the commencement. You were the valedictorian at the at the journalism class graduation? Really? At Maryland? Uh, not valedictorian, but voted by my classmates to give the speech. One of the great honors of my life. So, uh, three years ago today, which is great, pretty crazy to think about. Now, what was the theme of the speech? So I know that if you speak too much about yourself, it's going to turn into a big snooze fest. So I just basically roasted myself a little bit here and there, and the crux of the speech was basically bragging about my classmates because rightfully so, they're very talented people, and I basically just kind of listed off all of their accomplishments, gave them some little advice to continue doing what they do, carry that momentum, keep striving for what you believe in, and uh, ride off into the sunset. You know, that's, uh, that's how I wanted it to be, all about them. So. You're making me uh, well up a little bit now. I love these kinds <laughs> of happy ending stories, man. No, that's a great job out of you, man. We want to see the young people of the world 
move on and succeed and replace us. That's what it's all about. And I applaud you, And I'm a big you, fan of the show, of course. Well, thank you so much. And Cam Rogers, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 It's a beautiful day in his neighborhood. And uh, check out his podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Cam Rogers. It's the Tiger Woods podcast, Joe. Yeah, and that's B-L-E-A-V. Yeah. Correct. B-B-E-V. Yeah. You believe what I'm saying to you believe. right now? All right, Cam. Thanks, man. Oh, I think he he's gone. dropped off like, Just like that, he's, he's gone. That's, that's a good young man there, Harry. Isn't it, though? Yeah. That's what I want to see. He's I want to see. I don't know if he's a hustler. Well, you know. Because hustling ain't easy. <laughs> 215-462-TONY is the toll-free number. 215-462-8669. You want to talk? You want to call? You want to rip somebody? You want to get something off your chest? That's why we're here. It's Tony and Harry. It is a What Up Wednesday. What up? We're coming right back. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection and after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch Sports from the Sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, Corrine. Coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? 
Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the No Sports Lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to OnDoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's a one-up Wednesday. It's a national thing. It's not just a local thing, Harry. And for the people on, on, on Twitch and Twitter giving virtually no love, although Jose gets a lot of love, but the people are, like, not happy with Jose. Mm-hmm. I have one thing to say to you, but I can't say it on the show. You know what I'm saying? Well, apparently a lot of the people missed Jose's performance. Because of Robin. Yeah. Yes. And you I, know, I did I my... yell at Robin today yet? No, but uh, there's still time. Yeah. There is. And I don't want to do it because I, when, when I yell at Robin or anybody, people think I'm some tyrant and I'm hard to work with and I'm a jerk. And, boy, uh-huh. that guy must be a real loser to work with. He's one of these typical radio guys who demands perfection from everyone. No, you're not a tyrant because you'd allow Robin to get her hair cut. Exactly. No, that was before. That was before the COVID it wasn't during. No, she didn't break any of the rules. But here. you'd allow that. Right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd drive her right to it. Sure. I'd drive her, <laughs> and then I'd call the mayor and say, come on out and watch this, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I'd call Governor Wolf and said, hey, Baldy, come on down here. Now, here's get, a, the, get your ass out of Harrisburg here's a little and head on down. Here's a little tidbit that many yes. people don't know. When uh, shortly after we first started dating, I didn't have time during the day to go get, and this was when I was dyeing my hair red. Mm -hmm. This is my natural color now, but I was dyeing my hair red. I didn't have time to go get my hair done during the day because I was working all the time. Guess who did it for me? Yes. No. Anthony. Antonio. Call me. Antonio. I I called him Antonio. So that's your uh, stylist name? That's my stylist name. He actually Mr. Antonio to you. He would put on the plastic gloves and he had the little brush and everything. Did he he unbutton his shirt down to his (laughs) navel and talk with an accent? Absolutely. Have some flair? Absolutely. He did. He totally did. Are you serious right now? Come on, man. You got to play the part. Wow. You got to be the man. I'm, I'm envisioning that in my head. Oh my god, it was hysterical. 
it was so funny that we had friends. I had girlfriends who were like, I want Tony to do my hair. Wow. And I said, come on down. Your neck. Get in the chair there, baby. What kind of shampoo would you Take like? Take your top off. <laughs> now, I didn't go that far. No? Right? No, unless I knew them. Yeah, oh, I'm not okay. going to do that with a stranger. Okay. Although in L.A., you could do anything with strangers, unfortunately. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's get it back to the show here, Harry. Let's go to the phones. Let's go out to Kansas. All we are is dust in the wind, brah. Josh is out there in Kansas. Josh, where are you in Kansas, man? I am in Salina, Kansas. What up, Tony? What up, Harry? What up, Mr. Wow. What up, man? Salina. Salina. So that's not like Salinas in California. No. That's, that's, that's pronounced it differently. That- when I moved here in 2018, I swore it was pronounced Salina, but mm. they pronounce it Salina. But I live in Saline County, which is spelled S-A-L-I-N-E. So okay. I don't know. Now, yeah. where is that near? It's about the middle of the state. I'd say maybe 60 miles away from Kansas State. Is that flyover country? Oh, near Manhattan, the Little <laughs> uh, Apple. Well, it's absolute 100% flyover country. It's flyover country, huh? Yeah. And don't forget, it's also where the greatest player in NBA history matriculated the basketball, the great Wilt Chamberlain of the University of Kansas yeah. back in the day. That was in Lawrence. Now, how far is that away from you? I'm going to say hour and a half. Oh, okay. Are there any tumbleweeds? Or- I'm, I'm a native of Iowa, so I'm, I'm more. That's where my heart is. No doubt about it. I mean, so we got Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz is out there in- getting those big linemen all beefed up for next year's NFL draft, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Tony, if you remember, I've been a longtime fan listening since 1995 ESPN Radio bogus segment days. Yes. And then if you remember back in your morning extravaganza days, if you remember a Josh from Cedar Falls, Iowa, who would email on Rip Andrew Thursdays, yes. you're, you're talking to him. So. That, well, that's great. Those are great times. So you know? you'd rip Siciliano well, on Well, it wasn't my style. We would have right. – because I'd have a day where people can call in and rip me, like mm-hmm. Trash Tony Tuesdays. Nice. Because what we do here is we're not, we're not, be, we're not above everybody else. Right, right. When we make mistakes, we get trashed. And when the listeners make mistakes, we don't trash them. We respect them because they're the customer. We're the ones who, if we make mistakes like we continue to do to this day, Robin gets uppity when I, when I criticize her because I'm trying to, I'm like the Michael Jordan of sports talk. Right. I want to make everybody around me better. And then some people can't handle it sometimes. They go all Scotty. They go like Horace Grant. Right. Horace Grant's mad now. I know. Because Michael Jordan was tough on him. So... Who was the better player, Horace Grant, a role player, right. or Michael Jordan, an icon? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. Everybody. You know what I'm saying, Josh? I hear you. Robin, what do you have to say about that? <clears throat> about uh, getting all uppity? Yes, uppity is a good word. We don't use it that often here. I could call you Karen, but I hate that. Boy, that's, like Karen, Karen stuff is getting is a lot of work on social media lately. I feel really lately. bad for people named Karen. I know. Like, like legitimately <laughs> yeah, named Karen. That are yeah, really named Karen because they're getting a really, really bad rap. And I know some very nice Karens. Mm. Not every Karen is an idiot. I just no. want people to know that. I am saying this not unequivocally, every, Harry. Not every Karen is a biatch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I Only mean. the ones who call the manager. Right. That's what this whole thing's about. Maya. Oh, I'm going to talk. Can I talk to the manager? Now, we've all done that, Josh. When you get on the line with, like, customer service for something, 
and then they put you on hold, and right. the person doesn't yep. speak English or doesn't understand a word you're saying, and they're in, like, Bangladesh or uh, – They're not servicing other. you properly. Exactly. And it's yeah. not their fault. No. Their people are hired, and, they're, and then they don't know what they're doing. Right. And then you say, I want to speak exactly. to the manager. Then they put you on hold for 15 minutes before they come back. Right. And they're hoping that you hang up because they don't want to come back and have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Harry, I'm not going to deal I, with this today. I hear you. Frustrating, and I don't. I do. I used to work in customer service, more face to face in retail. I could emphasize with the desire to walk away from a customer, but I, I never had that option. I had to. Well, just make sure. Now, do you have a storm cellar? And does every home have to have a storm cellar in case for tornadoes? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we do have a storm cellar here. Yes, so if. Yeah. yeah. What what kind of like uh, the tornado comes to take us off? We can hide and yeah. You got food and beverage in there and everything. Um, it's it's in the main floor, but well, we double take down the yeah the wine and the Mountain Dew. Now remember, and the tornadoes are a quickly moving thing. It's not like you yeah, know. I know, but I mean, what, what happens if it blows all the debris on top of the storm cellar exit and you're trapped in there for a while? You won't be in there that long. Then you no. come out and then you'll see some munchkins running around out there, <laughs> and then you look for Dorothy, and then everybody comes in and. You know, and you follow the yellow brick road, Harry. What's the matter with you, man? I hope okay. that somebody's going to find you. And oftentimes they'll also have, uh, not the walkie-talkies, but... Uh, Two-way radios. CB yeah, radio CB down radios there. You down say, break there. your breaker or not, I'm down here. Because in, uh, then you can get North in contact Kansas. with uh, I'm in the basement train of emergency Kansas. services. Jayhawks were going to win the national championship last year if we have been able to finish that college basketball season, Harry. What do you think? Out. We better get championship number two here before Bill Self goes on probation. <laughs> You're not getting two-way radio CB college basketball knowledge of Lawrence, Kansas, oh. anywhere else except on this show, Harry Mays. That's great Bill Self knowledge right there. By the way, Bill Self, good hair or a piece, Harry? You know, I hear different things. I got some guys that swear it's a piece, and then guys like me that think he just has beautiful hair. He does have beautiful hair. You know? Josh, a piece or just really great hair on the head coach of your Kansas uh, Jayhawks, the great Bill Self? Oh, we'll go. Since they're not really my Jayhawks, I'll I'll say a piece. If that's a piece, that's a good piece. It is a good piece. (laughs) Everybody yeah. who wears a hideous I'll rug should call Bill Self right. and find out where he went. To yeah. The hair club for men. Of He's Lawrence, not just Kansas. A yes. <laughs> the hair club of Lawrence, Kansas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's where I got my plugs. Uh, hey, Josh, great to hear from you, man. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you much. All right, man. Josh out there in Kansas. That's a good phone call. All we are, man, is dust in the wind, brah. Wasn't that Kansas, eh? Yes. Let's go to Vince. There's no uh, hurricanes. Well, there's bad weather here and everything else is bad. Vince called in yesterday. Well, and I... actually, wait. Before, before going to Vince and talking about hurricanes, we do want to give a major shout-out to anybody in and around the Midland, Michigan area who is uh, displaced because of the dams breaking. There's yeah, you two see dams that, that broke, uh-huh. and over 10,000 people in Midland, Michigan are misplaced or trying wow. to find... Uh, there's, they're gonna, the entire town's going to be like under nine feet of water. Got to play a little Led Zeppelin coming back when the levee breaks. No, that's that's a tragic situation. Yeah, a man, we, we have tragedy here too every day, but we used to it. Let's go to Vince. Kuyay called in yesterday, and I don't want to cut him short. Vince, what's going on, man? We have two minutes. Yeah, great, Tony. Uh, hey, just to follow up, uh, by the way, what up? <laughs> um, 
Jose, that left out the most important Denver Bronco of all. He uh, forgot that kicker, Brandon McManus from Temple. Exactly right. Not, uh, <laughs> not of course, our Tim buddy McManus. Tim McManus. Yeah. No relation, I don't believe. No, right? I don't think so. No. That, that is great Temple knowledge. We try to keep it local whenever we can. You know, shop local and shop small. By the way, Tony, speaking of knowledge, I actually have some more Norristown knowledge uh, for your listeners out there. You got no, Steve Bono? You're going to drop a Steve Bono reference on <laughs> No, actually, um, it's also the uh, hometown area for uh, Tommy Lasorda, of course. Of course. I know um, his brother Smokey. He used to have the restaurant business up there. The Lasordas are all up there. Yeah, and there's also uh, Gino Oriema. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another Norristown guy. And also, from the infamous side, it's the area where the Bill Cosby trial was held. Well, yeah. In the worst courthouse in America, the Montgomery County Courthouse, which I know that's where all you were. too well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the worst courthouse because that's where Tony. I pretty much had my own room in the Montgomery County Courthouse. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so, so I thought you know you get a kick out of that. So and, uh, and the great the Fazios, the great uh, golf course yes, designers, that is from there. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Well, just wanted to chime in with that. Beautiful. Thank you, Vince. Have a Take great care, day. Man. Be careful out there. There's a lot of local greats out there in Norristown, in Montgomery County. Except it's not open right now, so nobody really cares. I said shop local and shop small. Unfortunately, you can't do that right now because local and small are not essential, Harry. Just keep that in mind when you're thinking about getting a haircut anytime soon. Coming up, lots more fun. Seth Everett's going to join us. Is the Philly Godfather going to check in today? Yes, he is. Oh, man, I need action. I need to fire soon, Harry. He's going to join us in the next hour, plus more fun and games and a sex doll update, too. You don't want to miss that, kids. Stick around. And constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand-formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial 
material protection, and it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands, and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code RADIO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code RADIO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right, he may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. And the fun never stops, and the hits just keep on coming as we keep an eye on what's going on around the world. We keep an eye on our Twitch stream with all the great folks watching on twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Follow the show and be a part of the conversation, the mockery, the instant gratification, the instant uh, nullification of anything we do. That's what's great about the communications industry, Harry. You get instant feedback now. Mm-hmm. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin in here. We got a developing situation here on the streets of Philadelphia. No, it's not another Bruce Springsteen song or video that they're recording. You know what we have here? Now, you know, in LA, we always get the. And you know, things are slowly starting to come back to normal because yesterday in Los Angeles, we had our first live overhead helicopter shot of a car, car chase. chase. Oh, yeah. It's a daily occurrence in LA. Right, yeah. right. Somebody uh, steals a car or commits a crime and then jumps in a car, goes on a freeway, mm-hmm. and then the Crashes helicopter. Crashes into stuff. But most of the time it goes a long way. Right, These right. These people, I don't know how they're so good. When well, they, they go steal. until they run out of gas or until the cops can lay down those things that, the spike that strips the tires. Or the famous pit maneuver, as you know. Not the one they'll be running tonight. Down there in Darlington, South Carolina. What is that? Where the the cop gets in front of the guy? No, the and the cop then just makes side. a little nudge. Oh so like yeah, back it's right you, in the back, and it just you, oh, know, you okay. hit the side bumper, and then the car spins around, oh, so it yeah. stops. Like, like then, you're in turn three. Exactly <laughs> right. You get a little get a little air underneath yeah. the car. Exactly. I like that new. Remember, we did a story on it. It was the new uh, invention by somebody where the cop car pulls in front mm-hmm. of the person, and then unleashes like a... No, it's not in front. It's from behind. And unleashes um, a, a net of some kind that rolls up into their front wheels and it just stops them no, dead. No, you're exactly... Oh, wow. I'm sorry, Robin. I hate to correct you. It is behind. The cop runs right behind the person that they're trying to catch. Okay. And then he ejects this, this netting... To the back wheels. To the back wheels. And then he's able to, with the truck... Pull the car to a stop. Oh, well, maybe wow. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. I remember doing the story. Wow. So it's harder. I mean, from but it's from really front, cool looking. From in front, it's much harder to do because the guy could just maneuver away from and behind. And it's better you. than the spikes because the spikes you can still go for a while. Uh, and the especially pit manu- if you have those run flat tires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the pit maneuver, you can hurt somebody. You can still, you know, yeah. it's uh, not recommended. So no. if you're doing a pit maneuver today, be safe out there. Okay, wear a mask. But back to the horses and the wild horses. 
So there's a story because we don't get many horses. This is Philadelphia. There are police horses, and there actually are some stables in Fairmount Park. Mm -hmm. And apparently a wild horse, and then I said a wild horse is loose on the streets of Philadelphia. And Robin says, we don't have wild horses. And I said, Robin, no, I know. this. Although if it was on Wyoming Avenue, which is a street in Philly, yeah. then we can say, we got wild horses on Wyoming Avenue. Uh, what's in the box? How about them and it's a beautiful horse. Did you see it? It is. And then there's cop cars chasing it down the street. I know. <laughs> well, hopefully this horse is not going to end up like the uh, like the glue emu. factory like the emu out on 422 no, last it week. No, not okay. No, I'm sure they'll get somebody from the you know from the mounted unit because you know you have the K9 cops right. and then you have the mounted cops. So the I could see the guy that you got to lasso it right, and he gets on top of one of those fast riding Broncos. Mm-hmm. The car Bronco, not well, a Bronco, not another Bronco. What we need is Keanu Reeves. And then he gets up with, and he, and he, they get close to one another, like in the movies, mm-hmm. and he gets it right lined up with the cop, and the cop jumps from the top of the light stanchion on the top of the car and jumps onto the, onto and rides him bareback. Bareback, yeah. And then rides through the streets under the, under the L, like John Wick did in John Wick 3 in New York City. Did you see John Wick 3? No. It's a great scene where he's on a horse, awesome. and he, everybody's chasing him, and he's, he, oh, it's phenomenal stuff, Harry. Not a Ford Bronco. OJ would be in town then, and he's probably looking for the killers here on golf courses that are open. Yeah. Probably Harry Mays. Is where, that's where the killer would probably be if you were we, looking for we the We would killer. not have him over there. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> and interestingly enough, yes, on the Twitch stream, can the police commissioner outlaw lasso that horse? Because, you know, the police commissioner here, her name is Denise Outlaw. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she, enough she came about from, that. from uh, the West Coast, didn't she? Didn't she come from I California? think she was out in Oaktown. Yeah, yeah. In the 415, yo. Anyway, that's your latest Wild Horses update from the great album. What album was that from, Harry? Uh, I want to say that was, was that Sticky Fingers? You are correct, sir. Wow. God, Harry's rock knowledge. Dude. This is another rock block. That's the one that had the zipper on the album cover of the, you know, it was a pair that of jeans. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, and it had an actual zipper on it. Yep. Pretty cool. What was uh, when you was unzipped it? What was in there? Uh, hey, <laughs> these days, these days you don't know. <laughs> no, Sally Star was not there. You might get more than you bargained for. Exactly. Anyway, that's the latest. There, we got a lot of other stuff going on. We have the PizzaGate update now. Of course, this story will never die, Harry. Mm-hmm. The Michael Jordan last dance oh, is I over. Know. But it's not over until somebody says it is. Because every day, now somebody has to go back into the last two episodes to look and see. You know, it's like going, uh, what do they used to do on PTI at the end with Tony Well, they go and sort of uh, say, we made a mistake here. No, it's called uh, retractions and contractions. or That's when they go back and catch all the errors. Yeah, when they made a mistake. Tony Reale would say, hey, you said this wrong. Yes, they had a name for that segment. So at the end of the show, they would go back and say, okay, this is what we did wrong today. Sort of like we do every day on the show, every segment. And so the bottom line is... This, this story will not die. The Michael Jordan Utah pizza story will not die. And yesterday we were joking that somebody had called the Dan Patrick show on the Dan Patrick channel here on Sirius XM 211 and said he was the delivery guy and they were looking into it. Well, guess what? They found the guy who claims to be the guy who is actually living in Utah and working in Utah at a pizza hut, I believe. The Park City, Utah Pizza Hut. Okay. The guy's name is Craig Fight. F-I-T-E. Right. Well, wasn't the implication that there was somehow poison? That it wasn't yeah, not just, poison. Yeah, something there, that something paint, was put into the pizza. It was tainted pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not tainted love, though. 
even though we haven't played that lately. So anyway, this guy goes on last night. He did a bunch of interviews. 1280 The Zone is where this is from. Okay. So Craig Fight says not only does he know the pizza wasn't bad, he made the pizza, and he also said that there's no way the pizza was tainted. Well, I would tell you this. We, we obviously delivered lots of, not lots of pizzas, but enough up in Park City at that time frame because there were lots of people still up there. And so we delivered more than enough pizzas. And, of course, when this whole thing happened, I got called by the district manager saying, okay, if, if one guy got sick, how many others are we going to have to deal with? Uh, and no, but there were no other reports. Nobody else got sick. In fact, later on, a few years later, I had talked to a few people that had gotten pizza that night too, and who knows how much truth in it. But they're like, no, it was fine. Plus, it's a thin and crust, thin crisp pepperoni pizza. It, it's tough to get food poisoning off a of pizza unless you, unless of course, obviously you add something to it. But that didn't happen because it sure as heck didn't leave my hands. It was a thin crust. Okay pepperoni pizza harry now what is that that what does the thin crust have to do with the fact that it could i be have no poisonous idea or, I did, but sh- i have now actual audio proof that this guy's a liar okay and again i don't like to judge but i'll i'll play you the cut right. that to me because i listened to the whole interview this blows away this guy's story he is a fake and you will hear this next tapes and you listen carefully and see if you can pick out where this guy pretty much tells everybody that he has no clue, and he was not the guy who delivered the pizza and not the father either. Robin, let's go to the table. I want everybody to listen carefully and see if you could pick out what I picked out to prove this guy's a fake. I was like, hey, I will make the pizza. And I remember saying this, I will make the pizza because I don't want any of you doing anything to it. And I said, and then, and then I told the driver, I said, you're going to take me there. It'll be my first delivery. And I was like, oh. So I go ahead and I make the pizza, and for everybody's, everyone's wondering what he ate. And I've been telling this to everybody. It was a large, thin and crispy, extra pepperoni pizza. So uh, I went ahead. I made the pizza. And, uh, in fact, I kind of geeked out a little bit watching. I was making sure that it didn't, you know, it didn't puff up. It was a good pizza because, of course, it's for Michael. So I had no idea at the time it was for Michael. But I had to, you know, you assume it's for someone up there. Uh-huh. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin, like, did hey, you hear it? I will make right the pizza. Right here at the end. Let's pizza. hear it again. Let's play it again at the Michael, end. So I've got a, that, I had no idea at the time it was for Michael, but I had to, you know, you assume it's for someone up there. Uh-huh. This calls for... Cue the music, Robin. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, the defendant, Craig Fight, alleged manager of said Pizza Hut in Park City, Utah, on the night in question. The night before Game 5, the flu game at the time, later became Pizzagate. Well, that's a different scandal, I think. Yes. Mr. Fight alleges, ladies and gentlemen, and people of the court, of the jury. Can we get Bull in here? Maybe I can see if our jury is uh, following me along here. Not the Judge uh, Marion um, Millian, who I love on the People's Court, but I'm a Wapner guy, too, but I love the red-headed judge. Have you seen Judge Marion Millian on People's Court? I have not. There she is right there on the screen if you're watching us on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Very nice. solid. Yeah. So anyway, in the People's Court, Judge Tony presiding. How can a man who says, you know, I wanted to make sure I made the pizza? Because he was the assistant manager. He never makes pizzas mm-hmm. or delivers pizzas. He stepped in here because he, he knew stepped it was in and, said, and by the way, said... You know, I wanted to make sure it was all right for Michael. He claims that he was making the pizza for Michael. He was aware of it, so he wanted to make sure it was good. 
And then he says, but I didn't know it was for Michael. Mm -hmm. Then why did you say you wanted to make sure the pizza was good for Michael when you didn't know it was Michael's pizza? And he also wanted to deliver it, too. Exactly. Because he didn't want any of those other stew nods to mess with it. Exactly. The schifozos in there in Park City, Utah. Something's not right here. I smell something fishy. Mm. And it wasn't the anchovies. It wasn't the alige, as we used to say in the South Philly pizzas. (laughs) It wasn't the the extra anchovies on that pie that stunk out loud Mm. on a beautiful crisp night up in Park City, Utah, in the mountain clean air, Harry. Tell me that story doesn't stink to the high heavens. It does. That man should should have a breathalyzer. And also a polygraph test. Mm-hmm. Polygraph would be good. And polydent, too, because I don't believe a word. He's toothless. That story's toothless, Harry. And so give me my gavel. I hereby declare I'm going to have to use a drumstick. Yeah. Craig, fight. You're going to have to prove to me. I don't buy that story. You are a certified fraud. Next case, throw that guy out of here. That guy did not deliver the pizza, make the pizza, claiming that he didn't know it was from Michael. What he said he knew it was for Michael. Can you play that one more time at the end there? The most important part of that. This to me, ladies and gentlemen, this is the smoking gun. Not the smoking crust, extra thin pepperoni pizza. Maybe it was a little burnt, which I like when it's a little bit burnt. When you get in that real. Yeah, me too. When you get it, you know it's a real good pizza, Harry. I like the fact that Michael allegedly went extra pepperoni. Too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you got to go extra pepperoni. I mean, you're playing. You know, you're a night away from eliminating a team in the, in the NBA Finals. Exactly. Again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're in Utah. There's not much action up there unless you want to go skiing. You know what I'm saying? This is, again, smoking gun. Listen again to why this guy is a fraud. Craig Fight, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, in fact, I kind of geeked out a little bit watching. I was making sure that it didn't, you know, it didn't puff up. It was a good pizza because, of course, it's for Michael. So I've got to. That, I had no idea at the time it was for Michael, but I had to, you know, you uh, assume it's for uh, someone else. Uh, that was a slip uh, up he, he, he would be taken apart by Your a Honor. cross-examination. Oh. Right there, the judge is going to say, case dismissed, get yeah. out. Yep. Get out, as Harry no, Mays would say. No, not dismissed. He's going to jail. He's guilty. I find him and he's out of order. He's in contempt. Get him out of here. I'd have to get A. Charles Peruto in here <laughs> to defend this guy. Even Chuck Peruto couldn't get him off based on that frivolous allegation about the pizza that what he didn't Krasner? know. Krasner? Larry Krasner? Yeah. Larry Krasner would let this guy go. Yeah, probably. Because he would deliver pizzas to the, all the, uh, the guys who were out committing murders again after he let them out of jail because they were going to get the COVID. That is a classic case of Freudian slip. Thank you very much. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You make up your own mind, but I believe we have presented absolutely incontrovertible proof that this guy is a fraud. I rest my case, Your Honor. A guy who knows frauds, he knows sharps, he knows marbles, marbles, and yep. he knows everything else that matters. All the terminology. The man that we call and he calls himself the Philly Godfather. You going to bet on NASCAR tonight, Ar? Well, Possibly. We'll find out. He's got all the action, all the numbers. It's not action. Unless you get in on it, Harry, as we'd like to say. Billy Godfather coming up next. It's Tony and Harry. The court is no longer in session. Stick around. 
Motivation, hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned the bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Our work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American, proudly union. Let's have some fun out here. This fun, okay? Mike Farron. If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former All-Stars, Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines. Available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. Motivation, hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com discount code RADIO. 
Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. East Coast, Philadelphia, born and raised yeah. In the streets is where I spent most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool When against my dad's wishes when I dropped out of school But mom didn't raise no fool, nor a rookie My life took a change when I found my first bookie yeah. I'm ditching the streets, full of drugs, thugs, and thieves Trying to get this paper and a cheesesteak from Steve's Next thing Vegas. I know, I'm one of the wise wow, guys He's not it's in like Vegas, ladies and gentlemen That is, of course, the official theme song, the walk-up song For the man, the myth, the legend Not PGA PGF, PGF, as one of our great Twitch streamers says, the great Philly godfather who probably heard the news this morning that I broke just a few moments ago. The Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, Philly godfather, expected to open the luxury resort on June 1st for the first time since the strip was shut down. Your thoughts, my friend. Wow, what a beautiful casino. I've been there numerous times, and obviously they got to have some kind of thermal uh, indicators before you walk in the door. Yes check your temperature and all that. But it's got to be one of the prettiest casinos, the shops in there with the guys on the gondola rides. I mean, yep. it, it, and let's be honest, June 1st, it's the perfect time to start firing all over again. <laughs> yeah, and the company says it plans to open its two properties in phases. The first, the Venetian Tower is going to open, okay. and then the Palazzo at a little later date. And the opening until, upon opening, this is a quote here, this is one of, it's going to get us all excited. The Venetian Vice President of Public Relations, Alyssa Anderson, said, quote, Upon opening, our guests can expect the amenities of a luxury Las Vegas resort, including a full-service casino, more than a dozen restaurants, our fully renovated Venetian pool deck, and multiple retail outlets. How about And they're going to require testing for all employees. And while they open on June 1st, the governor out there, that piece of garbage, Steve Sisolak, has not ruled out reinstating stricter prevention measures if there's a spike. Man, that's insane. I know, I know. I haven't been to Venetian in a couple of years, Tone, but they had one of the best restaurants I ever went to. It was called the Zeferino. The chef actually used to cook for the Pope. Now, I don't know if he's still there, but some of the best Italian oh, food I man. ever had, man. So I can't wait. I might make a trip out there as soon as they open up. I'm going to reserve a whole fleet of gondolas for our trip out there. We're going to go out. <laughs> I'm going to get a couple of guys, a couple of Italian guys to sing. You know, those gondola singers yeah. singing. Oh, yeah. They have to know the songs. They're not even Italian, these dudes. They're just some stunard off the street that has to dress up like, you know, they're from Venice, and then they pretend. But you walk inside the Venice, and the sky, and all the skies are blue. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. uh, I was in there with you. Yeah, we were in the, yeah. I've been in all those places. You name it, we've been there, Harry. Philly Godfather, we want action. And we can still have action without having to go to Vegas yet. Because we've got NASCAR action tonight. And I know you're a big motorhead. I know you've got a fleet of... Motorcycles and really luxury vehicles that can muscle crank cars. Muscle cars. You got all this yeah. stuff. So you got to be doing a deep dive into NASCAR tonight, the second race in a couple of days down there in Darlington, South Carolina. Who do you like? Well, I haven't fired yet on NASCAR, but I just got a text from my soccer guy, Piggy, at 4280, and he says to go to the Costa Rican League, okay? It's LAU Universitarios for mm-hmm. Santas 
the Guapolis, uh, over two and a half goals, minus 140, to make sure to fire on that. And I actually bet a, a prop in this uh, uh, Mickelson, uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, now, can uh, you get legal betting on it, or is this for amusement only? No, you can get down. You can get down. I know DraftKings has a bunch of different you know, shops, online, uh, mobile, you know, guys have That's it. just on the winning. There's there's a lot of props that are for amusement only, like, will Tiger Woods do this? And, you know, will somebody yell Omaha? You can't bet on those things. No, those Phil Mickelson's going to three-putt. I would take that. Yeah, there's one on prop. It's like there's a casino that's that's putting up these at, but they say that those bets are for amusement only. So you can't get down on those. But you can bet on the outcome of the match. Yeah, you can do that. I think, that, I think you got to lay, what, two to one on Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning. But there has been some sharp money that bet uh, Mickelson and Brady to make the most birdies at minus 115. Uh, I did a little bit of reading, and I saw that Mickelson has been struggling as of late. Mm-hmm. But he does have a strong track record of racking up birdies. I mean, from what I'm told, Mickelson finished inside the top 20 in the birdie average uh, range from uh, in the PGA Tour every year from 2010 to 2018. So that's eight straight years. And he's all, he also currently ranks 20th on the PGA Tour, and strokes gained around the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Harry, is, be, Harry if people, by the way, Harry, are at, people see on the Twitch stream that Harry is writing all this down. His short game is magnificent, but, you know, he tends to make the double bogey here. Now, what here was that, that soccer too. club again? I didn't write yeah, that one LAU, is that what you said? you got to go over two and a half goals. LAU, Universitarios, versus Santos de Guapiles. It's the Costa Rican League. Over at- two and a half, minus 140. Uh, our soccer guys have been on fire, so if you want to, you know, put some, you know, a couple baby peanuts on there, you can fire. At Coom Spirit 220. And that's in the Costa Rican League. In the Costa Rican yeah. League, where we always love it down there. Yeah. Have you been yeah. to Costa Rica, Harry? No, I have not. Robin and I have been down there. Yeah. It's awesome. Right, Robin? You love Costa Rica, do you not? I have never been. Yes, you were. We were I mean, there together. Okay, well, just other th- on the coast, but like I've never really spent time there. We only spend like well, that's six the only hours. place you want to be. Where do you want to go coast? in the jungles and go no, around looking for wild species? Okay, wild horses. Taking a cruise and stopping somewhere for like four or six hours, I don't really count. I don't know for Robin. Cut her mic off Jesus. right now. That's it. That's enough from Robin today. Wow, Jesus, I'm trying to make it sound great. She's been to Costa Rica. Now it's like, well, we didn't really get to go to the whole island. I didn't get I to go to go explore more. I didn't really get to go to the illegal offshore books there and get arrested. I'm sorry, Philly Godfather. Let's get it back. Let's get it back to the action, man. Did you get down on any of that German soccer last weekend? Uh, Piggy had some moves on there. I didn't fire. I've been so busy uh, around the estate. I've been doing so much landscaping. I'm starting to look like uh, John Rambo in First Blood. My hair's getting long. Uh, I, I really need a haircut. If any of these barbershops open up, let me know. Yeah. We should op- We should have it. We should go looking for illegal barbershops. Ben Roethlisberger has a barber. That's right. Because, you know, we, our governor here is a dope. Your governor's a dope. Uh, if you get a haircut, are you? do you have the courage? In fact, we should take odds on whether the Philly Godfather has the cojones to go into a barbershop and get his haircut and defy that bum, Phil Murphy, your governor down there. I, you know what? If they were open, if anyone would open up for me, I would definitely go in there. I got no problem. I would videotape it. I would let the world know. The other day I went out to uh, Twin Kiss. I was waiting in line for some ice cream. I was outside. It's not like we're inside. Everyone's wearing masks outside. I didn't have a mask on. I'm not. I mean, from what we read, and we do a lot of research, and I'm not a disease specialist, and you know, and at first I played it really safe. I mean, I talked to you guys. I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, and I was worried, but after everything that we've read, and we've come to the conclusion there's a 99.8% recovery rate. Now, that's not for all ages, no. but overall. I mean, I just, I, I'm not going 
I'm not going to think about death every day. I want to start thinking about living. You know what I mean, Tony? You're damn right, man. And again, we're not trying to be tell people to go out and do dangerous stuff. So you had soft serve? Oh, well, I actually had a, yeah, no, I didn't have soft serve. I had a gelato. I had a mango a gelato. Oh, oh, that's my favorite, the mango. Just, now, can they put sprinkles on it with their hands, or do they have to get the, do they have to bring in hazmat crews to, to perform these sprinkles on top of your gelato? You, don't, you, you go straight gelato. You don't put sprinkles and stuff on it, right? No, but there has been a debate. Are they sprinkles or are they called Jimmy's? Jimmy's, yeah. No, I'm not sure. I call them, I, I mean, I go back and forth. Sometimes I call them sprinkles. Sometimes I call them Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the politically correct term is, but, uh, yeah, I'm not a big uh, sprinkle. The correct term is sprinkles. I think only here in the Philadelphia area do they call them Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Now, is that a Twin Kiss? Is that like a common name for an ice cream joint? Because there was one of those up where I, when I grew up, when I was a kid. I mean, I'm Twin talking kiss? five, six years old. We'd go there on a Sunday night, and it was like in Lebanon, Lebanon County, By the Pennsylvania. Way, twin, you know, when I when I think of Twin Kiss, you know what I think of? Two chicks at the same time. Well, exactly. Of course. Well, that's, yeah, come of course. on, man. Yeah. We got the Philly Godfather, Mongo Gelato. It is you damn can, exquisite. There's you no get doubt. the ice cream after that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else? All right, so NASCAR tonight. You got the GTO. People see the picture. You're a muscle car guy. I'd, how, what do you think of the number 37 uh, Maxwell House Chevy on the pole with the young Reese, the Ryan Priest tonight down at Darlington? He's like plus 40,000. Yeah. Would you throw a couple, of, a couple of beans on him, as someone once said? I don't know about the odds that high. I mean, uh, he's off in the lottery with a Powerball right now. Should have been him. But if, if, I, if I get any good information, and I got my guys down there who are great at NASCAR, I'll give it out on Twitter for free. So if you follow me on Twitter, definitely check it out. At and Philly Godfather on Twitter. He's giving you NASCAR for free. So the piggy is the soccer expert, I take it, right? Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I mean, last time I was on your show, you guys asked me about the Cleveland Browns. And mm-hmm. I had to play a little dumb. I had to play a little stupid because I was getting down everywhere. <laughs> so now I'm going to give it to you guys. I love this team this year to make the playoffs at plus 140. I went over eight wins at minus 110. And I actually took a long shot. Now, it probably ain't going to cash, but I took them to win the division at plus 500, which I think has some great value. Now, I know the Ravens are a great team, mm-hmm. and their projected win total by Vegas is three games higher. But if you look at Cleveland's schedule, <laughs> and if they can beat them once like they did last year when they only won six games on the season, but they split with them, and they can split with the Steelers, uh, you look at the remaining opponents, they got a combined average win total, projected win total of only seven, and their toughest opponents – uh, on the year, other than, than the Ravens, are probably going to be the Cowboys on the road and the Eagles at home. I mean, they they secured that offensive line with that kid out of Alabama, Wills, and uh, I think they signed that kid, Conklin. Uh, great coaching, great defensive coordinator. Uh, they they got so many weapons on offense. You got to remember this this is a team last year that gave up 41 sacks on that offensive line. So and and they got rid of that coach Kitchen. So if they. It, it, I expect you know this team to go a little deeper than most. I expect Baker Mayfield to bounce back after having that horrible year. He's already been practicing with teammates. I've been reading articles about it. So he's definitely got a chip on his shoulder. And I actually took Baker Mayfield at 50-1 to 1 to be comeback player of the year. Wow. So wow. You're down, you must be down on the Steelers then. I mean, Big Ben, right? He's one shot away from catching a DUI or getting knocked out of football. I mean, well, he got I, a haircut. Now, well, come on, now, Philly Godfather. <laughs> he got a haircut. And now he's a he's, he's he's now the most wanted man. His pictures on post offices all over the state of Pennsylvania, thanks to the governor. He's a criminal. 
Yeah, I mean, come on, man. He's not a criminal. He just, no, that's what I the mean, governor thinks. The governor said he's, he's, he's putting other people's lives in jeopardy by going into a barber shop in Allegheny County and getting a haircut. I mean, as you say, Tony, that's an outrage. It I is mean, an outrage. I outrage. didn't only say How about President Obama even has comments on it? It's an outrage. Exactly. And the Steelers are expected to win. I mean, I think the Vegas win totals are eight and a half, and their defense was unbelievable last year. But can he stay healthy? I mean, that's a big question for Big Ben. Now, of course, people are asking on the Twitch stream. Kevin Cookie is always on there all the time. The college kids back to work because they're not going back to school. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame's going to have them back in, on campus. No, they I'm just talking about have... the college kids who are his uh, group oh, of uh, oh. the yeah, fellas. They're, they're, you know, everyone's salivating right now. We want to get you know the big leagues going. We want to get baseball back. We want to get NBA back. We got futures in baseball. We got futures in the NBA. Right. I mean, we want to start firing every day. Well, yeah, did, what did you make of that 67-page document that came out uh, the other day about what, what baseball is going to have to do if they're going to have, if they're going to have games? I don't know. I mean, it, it, everyone's greedy, right? But we all know the owners are going to take a hit, right, with the profit this year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make as much money. And people are complaining about, the, you know, the baseball players taking a 66% pay cut. But... I mean, these guys are making an average of $4 million a year, so they're still going to make over a million bucks playing a, a game while there's been 30 million jobs lost in our country. Let's just get this game going. Let's, let's find a way to, to make it happen and, and, you know, and get some people's uh, you know, stress levels you know, a little lower than it is right now. I'm playing the Notre Dame theme song in the background. That's how fired up I am. And I'm not even a Notre Dame fan. I mean, I like right. them. But... So Notre Dame's going back? Huh? Yeah, that's what I heard. Did they get the blessing? Did the priest come out with the with the uh, with the water gun shooting holy water on the on the on the people there? I don't, I don't know that they did. On any the of touchdown, that. Jesus, they'll be sprinkling holy water. You don't want any droplets on you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> if they sprayed me with the holy water, I would I would burst into flames. That's how many sins I've committed since my last confection. You know what I'm saying, right, Robin? Since your last confection. Confession. Confection. Not my midnight confession. Remember that song? Yeah. Huh? Who did that one? Philly Godfather. In my I, midnight confessions. That's the grassroots, is man. That, is that who it is? Come okay. on, I, man. I do believe that Tony would be smited. There's I would no be doubt smited. About it. Now, Philly Godfather, you're out there roaming down there in, in South Jersey. You got the. Did you hear about the al? Well, you got alpacas. Did you hear about that poor emu that they had to shoot dead in Pennsylvania last week? Last week. No, I didn't read about that. What happened? Yeah, somebody bought an emu, and it got loose, and it started running down the middle of the highway. The same where day the... that he purchased right, it. He right. was trying to put it in the car. Right. Which is In the car? Yeah. That's what we said. Wow. And, you know, as someone once said when I heard that story, and then the next day we're like, okay, they probably got somebody to lasso it, get it under control, mm-hmm. put it back in the no, car. No. They didn't even have a, They didn't even tase the thing. They, they, tried. they tried. They tried to tase it. So they tried to tase it and missed and then shot the animal dead in the middle of a road? Apparently it was it was endangering other people. It's an outrage, man. Kind of like Ben going to get a haircut. We were recommending <laughs> that you take. Now, could you take an emu down there with the alpacas? Would they get along? I don't know. I'd have to do some uh, emu research <laughs> and see what the situation is. I, I got did. a question for Harry. I... Harry, what do you think about this Eagles win total at nine and a half? Or nine and a half? I think it's a little high. Yeah, it's – well – I think it's a little low, and that's why I, it worries me. I'd go lower. You know what I'm saying? I, know, I was looking at their schedule, and, and you know, everyone knows how hard it is to repeat as NFC, mm-hmm. you know, champs. And, I mean, they got four teams on that schedule with their projected Vegas win total, which is the same or higher. And then they got to play Green Bay, yep. Pittsburgh, Seattle, and Cleveland. 
And then the other, you know, you're always looking for indicators, predictive indicators, and, and you know, whether you're going through props or you're looking at uh, different types of wages that these odds makers put out there. Mm-hmm. And, and these odds makers have made Dak Prescott to win the MVP at only plus 1,200. There's only three quarterbacks in front of him, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. And that kind of scares me a little bit. And Carson Wentz, you can grab 30 to 1. So these, these, these odds makers offshore who back their opinion with huge amount of cash. I mean, it's not just an opinion. It's, it's how they make their living. They're expecting Dak to have a monster season. Well, look at the weapons he has. Yeah. I mean, that's everybody's saying. Hey, they, he's got great weapons. The line is still good. You know, it's a good football team. And they got a new coach in there. And so the one thing that I found interesting today, and I know the guy and I really like him over at CBS Sports. Did you see the top 100 player list by Pete, Pres- uh, by Pete, Pete Prisco, Pete yeah, Prisco yeah. at CBS Sports? Yeah. He did his top 100 ranked NFL players. And you know who's not in the top 100? Carson Wentz Get out did of here. not make the top 100 players on Pete Prisco's CBS ratings of the top 100. How many quarterbacks were in the 100? A 100? bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got what, uh, what's his face in Kansas City as number well, yeah, one, he's obviously, because that's player, an easy yeah. choice. Carson Wentz is not one of the top 100 players wow, in the I NFL. check that out. I, you know, I know the Eagles uh, at San Francisco, at Pittsburgh, and then Baltimore, all three in a row, and then they f- followed by... What three straight uh, NFC East games? Yeah, their their schedule's pretty tough. It's tough. And the first game of the season, I think it's at Washington. If we go yeah. back to last year, that was like the biggest scare of the season for that team. And the Redskins were either the most injured or the second most injured team. Mm-hmm. I think they ranked fourth in uh, in uh, the pressure rate, sack pressure rate. Uh, their defensive line was unreal, and they pick up that kid, uh, the defensive end. They got that offensive lineman out of LSU, which was a steal. Right, they got The only reason why he fell so far was I think he had some drug issues. Yeah. But that kid's a monster. And the coaching. I mean, they got great coaching on that team. It's going to be a tough season for the Eagles. Wait, what's the number on Dak Prescott MVP? Was it 1,200? Plus 1,200? Now, you know, we got people, like Jeff Bruto, who's a Pittsburgh fan, who hasn't even ripped the governor, who's trying to make him as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't Jeff a, a Pittsburgh uh, Steeler fan? He's a Steeler fan, yeah. How is he not outraged at the governor for what he's saying about his quarterback? That's his quarterback, man. That's my quarterback. Uh, but I, I would take a flyer. I don't like the Cowboys, although I play this all the time. I, if, see, the problem is if I took a flyer and put $100 on to get 1200 back on Dak Prescott, you know mm-hmm. what that means, Harry? I'd have, have to, to root, root for, for the Cowboys, yeah. He'd have to have a big year, and they'd have to win a lot of games. To win the MVP? Mm-hmm. Would you take I mean, a flyer on that? Possibly. You just, you just bet it, and you forget about it. Exactly. At the end of the year, hopefully. Set it and forget just it. Just like my Showtime Rotisserie Grill, which we still have down here in the basement and haven't used since the one time when we got it. It's an outrage. Well, Philly Godfather, we're going to fire him, man. I need action. Well, I, I took the Cowboys to win the division at plus 100. Uh, I looked at their schedule, and they've got three 50-50 games. I got them winning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine victories on the season. I mean, this team is stacked. And like I said before, it's so hard to win the NFC twice. Their schedule's tough, though, too. They go at Baltimore, at Minnesota, at the Rams, at Seattle. Yeah, I mean, we're expecting the Rams to regress. I got them beating them, got them beating the, the Falcons. You can give them a loss in Seattle. But they start the season 2-1. and one. Then they play the Browns, which is a 50-50 game. Mm-hmm. Then they go against the Giants and the Cardinals and uh, at Washington. And then they come to Philly. I mean, they can definitely start off 4-2 or 5-3. and, two or five, you know, five and three. All right, so you will post tonight or this afternoon 
But Your NASCAR, NASCAR guys absolutely free, stone cold guaranteed. NASCAR lock from Darlington, South Carolina. Yeah, will I'll he, put some, I'll will put he some be lock. right outside of the uh, racetrack, even though he can't get in as a fan? Because he could be there. Because I used to hear of those guys on the... He's probably disguised as a member of a pit crew. No, but you know, hear of those guys on the touts. Like, you know, I'm right outside of such and such stadium here, and I've got inside information on this game tonight. Live and late breaking. Live, late breaking. I've got special information that I just gleaned sitting in the parking lot of Lambeau Field for tonight's big Monday night football game. Do you have a guy sitting in the parking lot in a GTO or something with a big... Trip, no trip no. deuces, trip deuces carburetor inside with a big block Chevy engine <laughs> waiting for tonight's action to get underway. 454 big block. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Yeah. No comment where we're getting the information see, from. See, he says no Very comment. Very gray area right there. He says no comment, just like the pizza situation with exactly Jordan. Exactly right. You can't get into that. Uh-huh. I hear you, man. Listen. Uh-huh. I, I thought about that. <laughs> Like so many different ways to try to try to talk about it. It's just it's it's a sticky situation. Uh, I know, and, it, man. and it's not it's not food poisoning. It's not right, and it's not a pizza from Pizza Hut delivered <laughs> by a couple of guys in Utah. And there's not five guys outside the hotel room. No, but there's a Five a Guys money. burger joint right down the street in Darlington <laughs> if, you're, if you're hungry tonight. And you're I in love the Five Guys burgers, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all right. Over, pretty a good. Overrated. It's pretty good. They're all right. Whenever I hear something that I've never tried and everybody pimps it up. I go try it. It never lives up to the hype, unfortunately. Right, Except Robin? Except for the Popeye's chicken Oh, the Popeye's oh, yeah. chicken sandwich. It totally yeah. lived it, up man. to the hype. Come yeah. on, man. Philly Godfather, man, you're making me excited, man. That's why when I talk to you, I want to go out there and I want to, first I want to hold up a bank if I could get into one because I'm wearing a mask now and I need some <laughs> cash. And I don't have a structured settlement. I can't call J.G. Wentworth, Wentworth at 877-CASH-NOW. So I'm going to have to go out away and maybe hold up a bank or something because I need to get action. Why can't we find two bags worth a million dollars like the people in Virginia did? Yeah, did you see that story? Two not bags of money. Did yeah. it fall off a Brinks truck? They're not sure where it fell off of. They, they think that it might have fallen out of a mail truck mm. that was going to deposit money. Since when do yeah, mailmen... Have when, that kind of money, they gotta a, have. Yeah, they gotta when, be armed. When does a post office have one million dollars in in bills? Yeah, in two bags where they're that gonna have a really drop sketchy. off. And somebody but, found them and brought them back. Yeah, that's even. What would weird. you do, Harry? You find a million a million dollars in a couple of satchels. Mm-hmm. They're not some individual's money, right? So it's got to be some fat cat's money. And you know we hate fat cats. I'd be looking for a place to launder it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'd go to Costa Rica right clean away. That stuff. I'd go down there and launder it. I mean, they were in these white bags. It looked like it was a, a deposit, like a drop-off bag yeah. of some kind. But they have no idea where it came was from. Was there as a of dye the pack in the in the bills? Uh, that I don't know. No, the no, person. No, Harry, you wouldn't pull, pull a Joey Coyle from 1981. Absolutely, I'd pull a Joey Coyle. <laughs> I know the friends of Joey Coyle. I I'd pull a D.B. Cooper. I would Remember really D.B. Cooper? I get in a plane and then I jump out in the middle of nowhere. He's dead. I don't know if he's dead. He is by now. Yeah. But you wouldn't have to. Nobody knew that these two bags were missing. You sit on them Somebody for a while. Somebody knew. You, well, you sit on them for a while. You see if there's any activity. You could mm-hmm. sit on them for like a year or more. Don't do anything with it right away. Yeah, Virginia family stumbled upon a million dollars in cold cash lying in the middle of the road. They told a local CBS station they were driving in the family truckster Saturday, ran over what they thought was, was a bag of yeah. trash, and then they stopped and threw the bag with the money in it. 
and another bag 15 feet away in the back of their pickup truck. So not only were they good Samaritans by picking up what they thought was trash because so many people just throw crap out of there. So they're like, you know what? We're going to clean up the road. Then they find out it's full of money and they turn it in. Maybe what I should stop on the Schuylkill every once in a while. Yeah. All that trash that I see that disgusts <laughs> no, that's just me. Trash. Don't and pick see it up. if it's a million dollars. Philly Godfather, quick answer. What would you do if you found two bags of a million dollars on the road? and threw them in your truck? Wow. Uh, I'd have to return them, to be honest. Uh, I've had some previous issues with law enforcement <laughs> and uh, a little bit of a record. Yeah. So I ain't taking no chances. Life is good right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like no comment right exactly. there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the Philly Godfather. That's why he's the best. Go follow him at Philly Godfather on Twitter. And, of course, phillygodfather.com, man. Love you. Hopefully we see you soon, brother. All right. There he is, the Philly Godfather. <laughs> I don't think he was happy with me today. No, you don't think so? I think I was goofing off too much. But I was asking him to fire. We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. It's Tony and Harry having way too much fun again. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today, and if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace 
insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. So we had an interesting discussion there about a dilemma that a lot of, not a lot of people have faced, but some people have faced. And it's not a million dollars that they find laying on the side of the street. But I told you about Joey Coyle here. Yeah. Back in the day, he found $1.2 million in the street here in Philadelphia. February of 1981, right? Yes. It was out. It was fallen out of the back of an armored car and he decided to keep it right it turned into he, he turned made a into, movie yeah, yeah money for nothing with john, john cusack mm-hmm. so this was a this was a big story and again i got to give robin one of these for bad film knowledge this was such a big deal because it was one of those stories there was another uh a film too called finders keepers the story of a man that's who the found book. A million that that's was the, the book, book okay that they based the movie all right yeah. yeah the point is it was a really well-known story we're not talking about now, Coyle was nice. He, he handed out much of the money and $100 bills to friends and neighbors, but he was later arrested at the JFK airport while trying to check into a flight to Acapulco. 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 And you know what he said when he got to the airport and a couple of young ladies were there waiting for him to take that trip to Acapulco? <laughs> Ay, papi, qué rico. Dame más. Sí, sí. And then he got arrested and he couldn't go with her he to en- Acapulco. He ended up hanging himself. I don't want to get to the ugly ending. Yeah. Joey Coyle, man. See, there's a difference for me. Like, if I if, if I see somebody, like a, a woman, and her wallet falls out of the purse, I give of it back. Course. I give of it course. back. Because, you know, it's a person. Unless she's a Karen. Oh. Yeah, unless she's a Karen. <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen people accidentally drop like a 20 in front of me in sure. a store. Yeah. And I tap them on the back. Yeah. I say, excuse me, you, yeah. did you drop this? Some people would put their foot on it and hide and take it away. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I That's would never, different. ever, ever do that. But in this particular case, if you were watching the Twitch show, we showed some of the photographs during the break of um, this these two bags that were filled with envelopes. And it looked very suspicious, like some kind of drug laundering or money yeah, laundering deal. Yeah, the story's online. Yeah. And yeah. it shows, first of all, it happened in Virginia, and it shows the two bags, which are the typical canvas-type bags that you would see either from a Brinks truck or somebody picking up money from the bank. Mm-hmm. But this said United States Postal Service. And then inside these canvas bags yeah. that, this fa- that this family found in Virginia, there were what looked like but they were blue. There were a couple. There were blue no, but, but they USPS were like, envelopes. Yeah, they were, you know, the, like the kind when you want to send stuff. Uh, Express, Express or whatever. Or, yeah. So, and then it was zero denomination for this postage. 0.00. Yeah. Was but it was all stamped up. It looked like official yeah. U.S. Postal Service stamps. And it was, they were being sent to different addresses. So... This is very suspicious. Trying to sprinkle it around yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think um, it's very so suspicious. So you think it was like dirty money. Yeah. I think that's what we do. We've been doing a lot of uh, investigative work on the show today, and I feel like a journalist now. And I used to be at one point. I won right. investigative awards. 
investigative journalism awards, Harry. This is why I still have that journalism in me. I know. I want to know the facts. Well, it was like yesterday when the uh, tragic story of the wrestler yes. dying in oh, the uh, in I the know. ocean. We had Colin Thompson on. We were talking football, and you busted into your newsman role yeah. and, and went right to work. Because the story at the time yesterday afternoon was that the police had called off the Coast Guard and the police and the LAPD and the fire department were looking for this man. And obviously everybody knew him as a former wrestler, WWE, WWF back in the day when he was wrestling. And I, I reported yesterday as it was happening from L.A. that they had called off the search and right. rescue efforts Shad for him. Shad Gaspard. Yep, Shad Gaspard. His son was out there swimming with him over the weekend. And there were a bunch of other people in the water right off of Venice mm -hmm. Beach near the Venice Pier, which was literally four blocks from where we used to live. Mm -hmm. And so they found the, the kid was rescued. The son, his 10-year-old son, right. was rescued on the beach, and he was okay. No. A couple of other people were also rescued, but they couldn't find Shad Gaspard. Yeah. And then when they called off the search, everybody went away. And then at 1.25 in the morning, mm -hmm. L.A. time, Pacific time, Somebody reported that they saw a body Washed right up near on the water. The now, I believe that they were actually swimming in Newport Beach, and the riptide washed him out, but then he, he Oh, came, so then the body the came body back came in. Back okay. into Venice. I, but they found him yeah. on the Venice Beach right near the pier, yeah, right there so in the surf. Sad. The sad, sad story. All right, let's go to a man uh, who haven't, I haven't heard from in a long, long time. We're going out west. We're going out west to San Jose, California. Hello. And the man who calls himself Dirty Feet. When a man calls hey, himself no. Dirty Feet, you know he's serious. What's going on, Mr. Dirty Feet? Are they still dirty or are you cleaning them up? Uh, no, they're clean. And I'm working. I'm essential. I'm a knife sharpener, so, you know, taking care of the customers. Yeah, you got to have a sharp knife, especially if you're working the streets these days, man. You never know. So, wait, especially wait, on the West Coast. Knife sharpeners are essential? Uh, yes, because we do uh, every single restaurant, Whole Foods, Safeways, you name it. We got to keep grocery stores running. No, I, I'm I'm not saying that as a joke. I mean, you know, you never know anymore. You, who knows what's essential and not essential, depending on which state you live in. That's the problem. I think uh, a lot of people have problems with, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, Tony, I gotta, I gotta, you know, this guy that we threw in jail or you threw in jail and put the hammer down because he uh, allegedly come up with this fake pizza. Um, I was listening to Rich Eisen yesterday, mm -hmm. and there was a gentleman who actually called in and disproved this guy's theory with the pizza. Um, he said the pizza was local. He said the pizza place, Pizza Hut, would not be open past 10.30. Um, so I did my homework, too. Pizza Hut is not open past 10.30 in Park City, Utah. There's a couple that close at 8.45. There's one that closed at 10. But um, I don't know, if, since you guys are on the Dan Patrick radio show, 211 Sirius XM Radio, mm -hmm. um, if you guys can get that part from Rich Eisen and actually listen to this guy. Uh, when he was talking to Rich Eisen, uh, but they were doing more digging and more homework in behind it. But uh, on the Rich Eisen show, they disproved this guy. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I'm sure they did, because if you're story. smart, Rich is smart. He's got a great crew around him, mm -hmm. and Rich is on right before us. Dan's right. on before Rich, and then Rich, and then our show. And so I get to hear Dan Rich before we go on, because we have it on in our headsets. But we're pre preparing, so I don't get to hear his whole show. And I know Rich and his guys were smart. And I mentioned yesterday on the show that Dan Patrick show got a call from a guy who said he knew a guy who delivered the pizza and so this guy was doing interviews everywhere this guy that we debunked craig fight with our own deductive reasoning by playing the tape where he accidentally says you know i was making it for michael and then he says he didn't know it was for michael so he pretty much admitted in his own words that he was a fraud 
yeah, this guy is full of pajada. I mean, he needs to be taken out of the slammer and thrown back in his head against the toilet. Well, I don't know uh, if I would go that far. But maybe well, if you got a little extreme. For now, a now, especially for a guy who sharpens knife. You know, people are thinking, well, wait a minute. This guy's saying this guy needs to be taken out. And by the way, I need some narf sharpening. Do you, do you believe in the electronic ones where you put it in the side and it vibrates and then you turn it in the other one and you keep it on an angle? You know those, 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 uh, those home-using ones? Oh, yeah. yeah With the no, stones? You know, some, of them are, some of them are good. Some of them are not. Um, you know, I would just say YouTube it and you'll eventually find a, a good one that you like yourself. I like to get the strap like the guys in the in the because uh, those are only good for for single edge razors, right? In the in the barber shops. How about the old Ginsu knife, Tony? Remember that? Yeah, but you don't sharpen those. No, right? I know you didn't need to sharpen. You could cut a can with it, and then yeah, you'd but those slice are serrated. The, the serrated knives don't have to be sharpened, right, sir? Uh, yeah, at some point, serrated knives do have to be sharpened. Uh, my customers, most of them, are every two weeks. So if they do have a, a serrated knife, which is usually a bread knife, we do sharpen those. Now, do you use the uh, use a stone or do you use the strap method? No, we're uh, the company I work for. We're uh, uh, we're a national company, uh, Cozini Bros. So we we sharpen. We out in California, we have twenty line twenty nine lines of uh, sharpening going on. So we're oh, we're sharpening man. we're sharpening hundreds of thousands, if not a million knives Whoa. a week. I need to send my knives out. Do they do uh, residential work? Because I got a bunch of knives that are really awful. And I used to sharpen it, but I don't have time to sharpen it anymore. Well, I'm, I'm sure they would do it for the, for the Tony Bruno show. Why not? Absolutely. Now, they're crappy knives because, you know, those, the ones are supposed to be ceramic, and they're in all these different colors, and then you buy one in Costco. And you wow, these things are sharp. But you have to sharpen every knife, and they tell you you don't need to sharpen Like Cutco. Is Cutco a scam, nope. or are they legit? Uh, I'm not really too familiar with Cutco, honestly. But what I would say, Tony, is... When you have your knife and you're preparing whatever you're going to carve up and dice up, you take your knife and you hone your knife, you know, three or four times on the steel. Wash your knife off and don't throw it in the dishwasher at all. Um, but every time you're going to use your knife, you should hone your knife. Make sure the teeth are somewhat back together. And that should pretty much keep your knife sharp until you have to sharpen it. Where else are you getting this kind of do-it-yourself knowledge from the great dirty feet out there in San Jose, California, man? Is the original Joe's still open, or are they gone, man? Are they closed? Uh, original Joe's is actually still open. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. The original Joe's in San Jose. Dirty Feet, thank you, sir. And I'm glad uh, you brought that up. And I, as you can see, Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, and Tony Bruno all doing investigative work on their radio shows during a pandemic to call out the frauds, the scams, the shams, the bogus ones of the world. Thank you, sir. Hey. Channel 211, Sirius XM Radio, Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful, Here he is. Man. Beautiful. Is that a place you go after you're at the Shark Tank, that San yeah, Jose joint? Yeah, great spot. Legendary yeah. joint. Yeah. I highly recommend the original Joe's, the wood paneling. It's old school, like for old fools, even for the youngins. I highly recommend. And it's open. We'll be right back. And constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. 
washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection and it's manufactured right here in the u.s forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code radio for 10 percent off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code radio. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code radio. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little a little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right. He may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. And the team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. This is a short story that gets behind the story, breaks down things, exposes. That's why I had my own bogus segment back in the day on the ESPN2. Remember, I had my own segment on ESPN2 every week called the bogus segment. Okay. And I did one on the radio, too. And the whole spiel was, we're going to expose the shams, the scams, the frauds in the world of sports. Mm-hmm. And we would call them out. And it wasn't just like weird stuff. It was like legitimate. I mean, I had to call out Larry Bird once. What did he do? I don't remember now, but I called him up. It was a Wheaties box thing, and then I took the box of Wheaties on the air, and I ripped up the box. That was back when ESPN2 was lit yeah. AF back in the day. I wore leather jackets with Keith Olbermann and Kenny Mayne and Stuart Scott, and we throw down with o- the folks. Olbermann had a leather jacket Yeah, that on? was the whole thing. Everybody was cool back in the, uh, in the uh, 90s. You in like a motorcycle? A scooter gang. That was your no, scooter that was, gang? No, was that, that was the idea of the, pro- uh, the producers. Hey, let's get a bunch of guys on a set. Mm-hmm. And let's. And we had our, they had wardrobe for us. Right. They actually got us leather jackets and made us look cool. You know, Susie Culber was there. and right. Because you all needed help to Bill look cool. Bill Pito. Man. No, most of these teams. When Best Damn Sports Show, I had my own wardrobe. 
You know, I, with the with the leather chaps, I get a leather jacket. It weighs about twenty pounds. Now, I didn't, I didn't wear anything. I went with no. assless chaps in the show, <laughs> and so that was great. Okay. But anyway, no, it was a lot of fun. Susie Culver, Susie Culver must have loved that. <laughs> as long as you're sitting down, there's a you're lot of fine. great. If you want to find some great tape, there's a lot of video of the ESPN two stuff with me and Stuart Scott outside trying to fix my my gigantic 1986 Lincoln Town Car in the nice. parking lot. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> Anyway. And you have the fake grease on your face. Yeah, we did the whole fake, bit. Fake and I had picture. a T-shirt where I ripped it up, you know, because we we're trying. I had grease all over me. I had the long hair going. Yeah, and did I, you have and a hat cigarettes on. rolled no, up? No, I didn't it. go no, that far. No. He had the comb-over skullet kind of going, oh, too. Wow. Yeah, exactly. No. It was hot. All chaps are assless, according to Stephen. And that's true. Mm. You can't have chaps if you're wearing clothes well, on. Well, you, you wear pants. You wear jeans underneath it. Yeah. And- Tony, we are getting bigger and bigger and bigger in Canada. Well, we, we love our n- friends in the north. Yes, well, and, and apparently Sager Fit uh, on the Twitch chat room says, the Canadian, Canada loves you, Tony. So we love some Canada back, eh? Absolutely. Not Canada Dry or Canada Canadian Club, Harry. No. But there's a lot of good Canadian stuff, Harry. Although you see, I saw last night, you know, we still can't travel into Canada or Canadians can't travel here. Right. Except for the trucks and the essential businesses that go mm-hmm. back and forth. So if you want to go to Canada, if you want to go to Windsor, you're in Detroit, you want to go over to Windsor, you can't. I think you're out of and luck. And they can't come into our country. You know, and I, I don't remember what the new date is, but a lot of people love going. Like if you're up in the Buffalo area, mm-hmm. you know, you take mm-hmm. the ride over the bridge and you go into Niagara over Falls. Over Niagara Falls. Yeah, so that's cool. a big touristing area for both, not only for the United States, but for Canada. There's a lot of commerce that goes on, and people are shut down. That's why we talk about, I'm sure if the hockey came back yeah. and players were in Canada, They'd have to figure out a way to let the players in. Of course. But they're talking about, you know, non-essential, which means tourists or people who just want to go into Canada to hang out and get some weed or pick up a Canadian show. Now, wasn't Niagara Falls, back in the, back before Vegas, wasn't Niagara Falls the number one uh, like quickie marriage spot? People spots? went there to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it wasn't a quickie. Vegas. They didn't have, like, the wedding chapel where you go no. in and give a guy no? 10 bucks and you got married. When you were drunk, I and thought get a tat- it was kind of went, a quickie. You place. went there, and then you went and got a tattoo right after it in yeah, Vegas. I you could go remember- down to Elkton, Maryland, for that. <laughs> no, I remember it was like the elopement capital. Yeah, it the- was, yeah. but I don't think they had the. I may be wrong. Again, I just don't remember it being like because Vegas, they made a big deal about mm-hmm. the chapel. It's still yeah. there, mm-hmm. and people don't Several even know each other. Right, you know, you just meet some broad in a, in a casino. It's like on the movie Hangover. Exactly, you know? it's a broad. You meet some broad in right. the casino. You know, you go into the you had a few at the pops. Sapphire Lounge. <laughs> you go up to you know, you know the Frank Sinatra room in the old Sands, and you go upstairs and you're staying in the suite in the in the Rat Pack Lounge, and you meet a broad from the fifties, <laughs> and you say, "Hey, baby, let's get married." Let's go over to that chapel, and I'll wear my and I'll get dressed up like Elvis. You spent so much money in the champagne room <laughs> that you feel you've already been married to this woman. Let's just go do it for real. Or you just don't remember doing it. Right. You wake up next to her the next morning. Anyway, uh, so the bogus segment, and we and we called it out on our own because I didn't get to hear Rich. Rich had a guy on yesterday on the Rich Eisen show right before us here mm-hmm. on Sirius XM two eleven. I believe Josie. Do we has have the it. tape now? So this wasn't the guy, Craig Fight, that is now making the rounds everywhere and telling all these radio stations that he actually was the guy that worked at a pizza hut. That was debunked by Rich, but we debunked it just by listening to it because yeah. I didn't get to hear the Rich interview. There was some inconsistency. We found the one cut where he pretty much says he was making it for Mike, and then he says, "Well, I didn't know I was making it for Mike in the same cut." So the guy's a fraud. 
And the fact that he was able to pull this Baba Booey routine Mm. on all these unsuspecting guys desperate to keep the last dance alive. I mean, isn't that what it is? Oh, I'm the guy. How about if I start calling radio stations and say, yeah, I was the guy. And I'll tell the story. There weren't five guys in there. And so you believe what you want. 15 minutes of fame, Tony. Exactly. The guy's a fraud. And again, I'm not here to – I don't think he should go to jail. I don't think he should be thrown into a hot pizza oven. I don't don't think we should get our buddy Dirty Feet in San Jose to do something with a nicely sharpened whole knife. I don't mean hurt him. I mean just a little – maybe just a little nick. You know when you test – you get a piece of paper when you get that really nice sharp knife and you cut it. Mm -hmm. Or if you had the Ginsu. Remember they were cutting through like boat shoes – Oh, you could cut through, yeah, the steel can, the boat yeah. shoes. Yeah, and penny. The, and well, oh, no, those were the scissors that came along with it, right. the yes. scissors. Now, I mentioned Cutco when we had our knife sharpener on, because Robin used to sell it. I did. And a lot of people used to go door-to-door and sell Cutco knives. It's supposedly like the, the best. They were awesome knives. Yeah. Door-to-door? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do door-to-door. They It was like one of those pyramid, uh, you know, oh, friends yeah. and family. Oh, yeah, pyramid like, marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I did actually fairly well. I did it uh, in to make money in college. Before I realized I ran through all my family members and I didn't need to sell There was a lot of those scams in the oh, yeah. 80s and yeah. early 90s. But they weren't scams. They, they weren't scams. scams. Those are good. Those they are good. They were really, really, really good knives. But, um, uh, yeah, then I But I mean the pyramid I, schemes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I realized I could yeah. make more money bartending. So Exactly. Meanwhile, let's get it back to the, uh, to the action. So we re-exposed the Pizzagate guy. We, we talked about golf. We got NASCAR tonight, Harry. But we got this uh, sex doll scandal that we got to clear up, too. In fact, let me, let, before we do, let me go out to Vasu. Because you know who's joining us this hour? The great Seth Everett, a man who knows a little bit about something and a lot about nothing. <laughs> He's going to join us, and uh, we'll talk some baseball with him. But let's go to Vasu, validity pot p p party <laughs> man out there in California. Hello. Hello, Tony. My wish for my birthday tomorrow is that you pronounce my name correctly one time, but uh, I was really worried when Dirty V from San Jose came on and I was on hold, and I thought I had another nickname that I didn't realize that uh, Tony Bruno gave me. Uh, but I, as it turned out, I am not Dirty V, so you absolved me two months ago. I thought, he was, dirty, I thought he was Dirty Feet in San Jose. Oh, I don't know who he is. I, I That's heard what it said. On, my, on hold. No, he is. He used to call me all the time yeah. when I was out there, and he, his, his name was actually Dirty Feet, mm-hmm. F-E-E-T. Not oh, dirty I've V. Heard it. Yeah, feet. Oh. Not dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Or not little feet. Not little feet. That's great. You know his favorite group, little feet was Peter Gammon's favorite group was Is little that right? feet. Yes, he was. Lowell sing. George. That's great yeah. little feet knowledge. Your, why didn't you call tomorrow for your birthday? Now I can't. I can't say happy birthday prematurely. We only do birthdays shout outs and celebrations on the actual day of the birthday. Well, right? I'm going to get my. I'm going to uh, a town that you're familiar with to go pick up some cheesecake. And that's not a 50s broad term. That's an actual cheesecake oh, okay. that I'm getting. <laughs> in I love cheesecake, Menlo Park, man. Menlo Park, California. I'm going to Menlo Park, California. I think uh, Robin's, Robin, mom, you know that Robin's, mom, Robin's mom is making you a cheesecake, a homemade cheesecake? You know, I wish that was a cake, but I have to socially distance from it, so I don't think that's the case. Now, Where are you getting? Who's open in San, Wait a minute. Who's open in San Jose as a bakery that can sell cheesecakes? To go, it's a to go service for cakes and and events and stuff like that. My friend's wife runs a place called Namesake Cheesecake in Menlo Park, California, and uh, she was nice enough to call me and say, "I have it, I have some cheesecake for you." And I'm going like, "Well, you're somebody's wife, so I can't have you either." Oh come on! You're really going to go there with that? I got to give you one of those, man. 
By the way, to you finish can at up, least do a drive-by on my mom. Just uh, wave at you know, her. You'll have, to, you'll have to text me the address because I have no idea where she lives. Only, only our buddy... Only our buddy Luigi knows where she lives. Wait a minute. You're not allowed. Listen, people like you and me are not allowed in Menlo Park where Robin's mom lives, all right? Why is that? Because, you know, we're not uh, we're not upper crust enough. We're just No, Tony, just I, regular I, I guys. made my way through Palo Alto. Believe me, I'm cougar hunter to Palo Alto. Well, East Palo Alto now. They, they would accept me in East Palo Alto. Don't get me wrong. I fit right in there. You know what I'm saying? By the way, to the, uh, to the original Joe's question, that was <laughs> you guys are telling me. To the original, to the original Joe's question, uh, they, the family, the the patriarchs have decided to move on from that. They've cut the hours on uh, daily daily dining, and oh, they only man. open from like four o'clock on during the week, and then they have full days on the weekend. But it's come to my attention, Tony, and as your San Jose conciliaire, I, as far as original Joe's go, I have to tell you that. Uh, the, the yeah, but you don't need to go in there at noon. Excited. But you don't. But Vasu, you don't need to go in there at noon and start. Oh, I've done it. I've well, done I've it. done it too. When I'm down there, I would go in there and hang out all day when I had time. Yeah. Four San o'clock. Jose State. It's only two blocks from San Jose State. I have no problem with starting at four o'clock in the afternoon. Do dinner, drinks. That's all you need. You don't need to be. If you're in there at noon during the pandemic, you probably got a lot more problems oh, than just the open. pandemic. Oh, they're not open. Oh, they're not open, Tony. They're not open. They're just doing to go. I don't even know oh, what okay. they're doing to go. But I'm talking about normal time. I'm talking about normal times, but there, uh, it's come to my attention that the family, does not, the children, do not want to keep the thing going because they're not interested it's in an the outrage, business man. anymore. These damn kids that. today, man. Yeah, kids yeah. today. What are you going to do? Has Harry ever been there? Has Harry ever no, been there? Never been. I took Robin in the original Joe's for the first time. You know, because Gary Radnich, yeah. you know, that's Gary. Was that four was, years ago? Was that when we were in Super Bowl week? No, yeah. it was. It was. was it, no, it was I before it was. that. Gary and I went to original Joe's, not Super Bowl. Week. I wasn't out there with you that Super Bowl. I used to yeah. go there with when we go, went down to the Shark Tank to see hockey games with John Albanese and yep. all our great friends out there. The one thing, Dan the, the one thing about original Dibley. Joe's is they had all the old school waiters. Like the waiters yeah. were yeah. a little bit They're older. A little bit older. I f- I had a feeling that all of them had been there since the beginning exactly. of time, and they yeah. they remembered not only your name, mm. they remembered. Yeah. That's old school. I mean, it was yeah. Yeah. it was amazing. You go in there one time, and you don't go back for another month. They'll remember what your drink yeah. order was. You go to a place hey, with Harry. like the career waiter. That's a cool spot. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, Harry. No, yeah. Ki- no kidding on this area. I was I was the same as I say, which was two blocks away in the eighties, and when I go in there now. Even to when I went there 30 years ago, uh, it's still about Sue. How are you? Are you still, are you still in school? And I go, no, it's 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a slow learner. Yeah, hey, and hey, not only hey, that, hey. they don't write anything down. Mm-hmm. Yes. They don't. All That's from true. It's very old school. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Vasu. I could Thanks, say. Tony. I love uh, you guys. Next time you know I'll come down, Harry? we'll go back Thanks, to the glass man. house, and we'll uh, get some I models in to, there. Uh, I need to get east. I need to get out of the pandemic and get east. I'm, I'm get, doing a vacation. No, go west, young man. List. You're on my list, guys. You don't need to come <laughs> out here until it's safe, until we have a vaccine. Don't come here. You're not it. allowed in this state. You're not allowed not at the allowed. Jersey Shore. Stay safe in California, my friend. I'm only allowed in Menlo Park today. That's, That's all right. You stay down there. <laughs> Say hi to all, all right, the rich Tony, people. Talk to you later. Thank you, Vasu. Happy Harry. birthday. Hey, see Say hi to all the rich folks over there in Menlo Park, because there ain't no poor people in Menlo Park, Harry. We are big on the left coast. Yes, we are. This is the coast to coast, Harry. We're not just some local yokel, Stunard, South Philly show in a basement. This is global, man. This show knows no borders, Tony. Damn right. (laughs) By the way, Silk Bra says it's not a Baba Booey, it's a Captain Jenks. 
He's oh, correcting okay. the Baba Booey situation when a guy's a phony. Mm -hmm. It's not a Baba Booey when it's a phony. It's a Captain Janks when you get scammed by a phony. Now I wonder. Thank if, you, Silk Bra. I wonder if our people down under have found us yet again. I hope so. I love going down under, so to speak, when it's safe. We're coming right back. The great Seth Everett. Baseball and other chatter next. Stick around. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use go sleeves to recover from injuries go sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape the same tape used by physical therapists doctors and trainers to help you recover from injuries just pull on a go sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor ibuprofen or ice visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20 percent off GoSleeves.com discount code radio There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace 
workplace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to supersized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry going back and forth on the Twitch stream and on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show, at Harry Mays underscore T-U. No, at Harry Mays T-U. No underscores. No. We don't do any of that I stuff. I don't do underscores. Anybody has an underscore, they will not get mentioned on the show. At Miss Robin Austin. And, of course, a lot of people, Silk Bra on Twitter says, too much no-cal talk, man. Wow. Hey, man, now you know what? Hey. You want to represent from SoCal, you call in from yep. everywhere. Kansas, we got the whole country covered here, The man. phones work in Southern California. Maybe they're not. Checked, right? Maybe they've been shut down by the governor down there. Newsom shut down the phones? Probably. Meanwhile, speaking of good news, because, you know, we're looking for good news. There's a lot of negative stuff. There is one good thing that happened today from California today, Harry. Good news from California, from Hollywood, not just California. Oh. The Academy of Motion Pictures... The Oscars mm-hmm. announcing today, at least sources are saying, that the Oscars are considering postponing the 2021 Oscar shows, Harry. Oh, no. They and co- let us all put our hands together and say thank you. They couldn't get anybody to host it? Thank you, coronavirus, for sparing us another self-aggrandizing, absolutely preachy, slap ourselves on the back, snooze fest, that people have finally had enough. If there's any, what this one good thing about the coronavirus, it's canceling award shows. Now, here's one thing that they didn't think about, though, yes. because people are staying home, mm-hmm. and all of the movie theaters are sending uh, all their movies directly to uh, TV. It'll actually get it, people a chance to watch those horrible movies that they nominate every year. No, they won't. They won't even watch those. No, I think because people are watching everything and anything. People need stuff to watch. No, yeah. there's a lot of movies no. that I see, and I say, I have no interest. I mean, on, on demand, there's not. Yeah. There's pretty much nothing that I would pay to watch right now I'm that's been out in the movie recently. Ripping through this Bosch series. I still need to start it. All right, let's go to our guest here, Harry. It's not about us, this show. It's about Seth Everett and all of his Syracuse friends oh. who somehow... Jeez. Jam up. Now, we have jammed up our show with Temple, for, guys. What does he have, Paul Pasqualoni come Paul on? Paul Pasqualoni is not on today no? with, with Seth Everett. <laughs> at Seth Everett. A oh, man. <laughs> now, you hear Did you hear that cheap shot from Harry May, Seth? I heard that. I heard that. Paul Pasqualoni. Just for that, I'm texting Harry Mays a picture of me interviewing Paul Pasqualoni <laughs> in the spring, uh, in the fall of 1995. Oh, that's awesome. The fact that you remembered interviewing oh, yeah. Paul Pasqualoni in the fall of 95. I would. I wouldn't have remembered it. Now, listen, I like. He's I an Italian guy. Reporter. I loved it. Oh my god, it was one of my favorite jobs. Who was the the f- old Syracuse head coach that ended up coaching the New England Patriots for like a year or two? He was a disaster. 
in the 80s, 90s. Not Chuck Fairbanks. No, no, no. Fairbanks. No, no, no. Hex- Dick McPherson? Yes. Dick McPherson. Yes. That is tremendous knowledge. Yes. Yeah. That's Dick before Mc- my time. That, oh. that's, uh, that was, Dick McPherson was like the feature that you had to, you had to do for a halftime show when they played Temple. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. Stuff. Not Don McPherson. Hey, we used to play Temple. Yeah, right? I know. Big East football game. I that, love that stuff. That Not was, Don McPherson, who was a quarterback, right? right at, at Syracuse. Exactly. That was, no relation. No, no relation. Exactly. That was when social distancing was already in at those Temple games <laughs> at the Vet. <laughs> you could get your whole personalized section. I know. Back at Veteran Stadium and then, of course, over at the Lincoln Financial <laughs> Field. But enough about ripping Temple in Syracuse. <laughs> Let's get it back to Seth Everett, who had another. Well, actually, he does a regular show on his Twitch stream yeah. with another Syracuse guy, Tom Thomas, yeah. right? Oh, yes. And you guys are going to be helping us out with it, and we, we are having such a good time. Tom is not only a uh, former NBA player, but he's also a social activist, and he is a very adamant, uh, you know, he's very active politically, and uh, he brings a lot to the table. And I've never chosen a partner. Tony, I don't know how that, this works with you, because you're such a veteran. But most of the partners that I've had, I've had to be given. Like a program director has said, you're doing a show with this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tan and I reached out to each other, and we said, you know what? There's a lot going on in the world, and there's stuff to talk about. And so we started a Twitch show, and it, we're having a blast with it. So no, it's, I, not, it's not a ton. No, it's not a ton. It's a ton. And you remember him in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, sure huh? I do. Do you remember him at Syracuse? Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Played, played for the Wizards uh, yep. with Michael Jordan. Was he number 44 at Syracuse? No. But no. a lot of guys were. A lot of guys were. Oh, there's uh, only one John great. Wallace. John Wallace. Oh, Wallace. Maybe I'm, I'm, I might be getting him confused with Shouldn't Wallace. Shouldn't they retire that number up there? They did. They recently did, which doesn't make any sense because it used to be a thing to recruit players. But I think then they realized that they're not going to recruit any good players anymore. So they said, let's retire the number and get a big gate out of it. That is just, that's why I'm not a big Syracuse fan. Everything they do up there. I don't know what it is about Syracuse. Some of my best friends, some of my best co you talk about co-host. You know how many Syracuse guys I've worked with in my life? Andrew. Yeah, but sure. the difference is there's a very, very Andrew's st- my graduation year. There's very, very strict policies on this show to be a part of it. We're not just gonna let any Tom Dick or Harry in here. But we did no, let a Harry in here. Yeah, we, we didn't did. have any dicks in here lately. Although some of them <laughs> well, have some say that I am a dick. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds rehearsed. Yeah. Okay. No, that just came out of my you-know-what. Come on, Seth. You, th- you think I have, I'm reading from prepared statements on this show? I have extensive, I have extensive pr- show prep. I'm down here at 9.30 in the morning prepping five and a half hours before a three-hour show, Harry. Taking pictures um, of himself. No, I didn't, how did I take a picture of myself? It wasn't a Listen, selfie. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was booked at 1 o'clock. So I, I don't know what, what you were Dude. prepping before you. Well, Robin does the uh, pre- Robin gets the guest. I'm in here getting all these obscure stories that nobody else will have until tomorrow or two days from now. I will see and hear stories on this show two days from now on other shows, and, and I don't have a hundred people helping me. But anyway, let's get it back to your show now. What the sure. hell? What the hell is going on on there now? Do you talk baseball at all, or just talk Syracuse and basketball? No, no, we do a lot of baseball. What we do is we try to uh, we talk about the issues of the day, and so if there's a baseball story, there's a baseball story. If it's a basketball story, we're fine with it. You know, when the when the NBA was trying to talk about Orlando or or Vegas, uh, we had players on. You know, we had actual NBA players, and we got their, their philosophy. You know, today, uh, we noticed that The Last Dance, the documentary, didn't include Michael Jordan's time with the Wizards, mm-hmm. which we thought was really weird. So we got three of Baton's teammates 
to come on and tell stories about what it was like to play with Jordan at 40. And that was, you know, those are things that you, you, you play the hits. You know, you guys go for topical things based on what's happening in, in the world, and that's kind of what we do too. And uh, it's, it's a hoot. And the way we figured it out, and I'm not getting into the technical minutia, but on our Twitch channel, uh, we have the ability to put up to eight cameras on screen. So all these guys were sitting in wherever they were, and I don't know why, but there's always an NBA guy calling in from his car, and it's very weird when, <laughs> when they're sitting in and in their car. I don't know why, but NBA guys can't sit still. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. They're, they're, you're right. They call in. I mean, there's a lot of athletes that yeah. sit around and drive around in cars and listen to sports radio, especially now. You know, luckily, well, I'll hope- give you an example. I'll give you an example. Tory Hunter, and I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. But Tory Hunter was on my Twitch channel two weeks ago, and the baseball proposal came about, and I said to him, because I've known Tory Hunter for two decades, and I said, are the players going to respect the quarantine rules? And he literally looked me Left. in the eye. He looked me in the eye, and he said, half the clubhouse will be on Tinder during the anthem. Yep. Did they, they ever swipe left, though? Did you ever ask him if they ever swipe left, or is it always yeah, is it always right? That's a great question. That how I'll tell you what I'll dedicate an hour of my Twitch. Show. That's the kind of deep thinking journalism going going back to my journalism days at Temple University and the awards that I won as a mm-hmm. journalist back before when we had journalists and not everybody was an activist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, asking people their swiping tendencies is what cuts you above the above the, above the rest. <laughs> You got to be picky. You just can't say yes to everybody. You know what I'm saying? In the quarantine times, I think you loosen some of that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like at two o'clock, one thirty in the morning at a bar, and you're a single guy, or the, you're a, at the you, beginning of the night. The bar was here, and the end of the night, the bar is. What there. is it? She was a she was a five at ten, and then a ten at ten two, at, or something like that. I don't know how those go. It's a Kenny Chesney song. I is think. that what it yeah, is? I yeah. figured it'd be a country song. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, let's get it back to baseball here. Sure. Baseball still seems to have the biggest problem of trying to get everybody on the same page. And the, to- the clock is ticking, and we know June 10th is sort of the drop-dead date to have guys going back to their spring training facilities or whatever the hell they're going to do. Meanwhile, the NFL is opening up. Jerry Jones is announcing that the facilities are open. Your hockey, even the hockey is, seems to be ahead of of baseball. And I don't know how hockey does it. Half those players are in Europe. You know, yeah, but my bad. point is... Let them all go home. They at I least, don't know how they're coming back. They, at least, Seth, seem to have an idea or plan. When baseball, it's all about fighting about money and this and where we're going to do and how we're going to 67-page reports on what we're supposed to do. How are they ever going to get this thing done in a couple of weeks when it's drop-dead time? What baseball doesn't realize is that they have to make their own decisions and figure out what's motivating them. And my argument on the money, and I've been very adamant, I think that if baseball games are not played, they should get zero. Mm-hmm. And if baseball games are played, they should be paid what their contract dictates. So, for example, if they play an 81-game season and you sign a $10 million contract, you get $5 million. And the reason I say that is because of the effort that is put forth by those players. Mm-hmm. And my whole argument is... If the owners are saying that it doesn't behoove them to have a season in which they are going to take such losses, well, then cancel it. I and think it's too season. soon anyway. Then don't have it. But the argument that they want to change the contracts that they sign, the owners assume the risk. Now, here's where I think this comes down to. What is motivating Rob Manfred? Is it money? 
Because if it's money, I don't think there'll be a season. But if your drug pusher president decides that he wants baseball because it's American on July 4th, then I think there will be a season, and the players will get paid. Wait a minute. I don't have a drug-pushing president. You I never got any drugs. He's not pushing a malaria drug? Not, he's uh, taking it. He's taking it. He's yeah. telling everybody to take it. So, okay. I'll ta- if I get it, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, how about that? If I get it, I'll go to the pharmacy and ask my doctor. Except I can't, can I have, I can't see can my doctor. Can I have doctor. that Trump drug? Can I have that Trump? Can I'll you send you a case. I got a case of it down here, as a matter of fact. We got, we got, we got a supply. We're going to send it to Syracuse University and recommend that every single. Hydroxychloroquine with K-Packs, right? Can add or a little zinc. And I'll send complimentary zinc at no additional <laughs> charge to you, Seth Everett. Complimentary zinc. But that's where I think this gets motivated. If, if Manfred is being pushed by the White House to get on the field, then the owners will cave. And if not, I think they're going to cancel the whole thing. Wait, you think and the we'll, president of the United States, the, the guys who run baseball, are going to listen to the president of the United States? Seriously? I really do. I oh. really think that's where this whole thing started. And I think that's why they engaged in talks to begin with. And I think that the, the reality of what they fear is it's too soon. We don't have a better handle on this. And my fear, and I said this to Robin yesterday, and I mean this, I'm not worried about Aaron Judge or Jose Altuve getting it. I'm worried about the GMs, the coaches, the, the traveling secretaries, all the officials, all the people who are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s that are employees, and they will be compelled to be there. And that's the people, because if the players are not going to respect the quarantine rules, I don't care if you have them showering in the clubhouse or in their home. The fact is, is if these guys aren't going to respect the rules anyway, they're going to spread it anyway. So don't get people that you know, Tony, Harry, you know these people, and I know these people from my 26 years covering this sport, and those are the lives I'm fearful for. No, I hear you. We had Rob Dibble on the show yesterday, and he said baseball players are the filthiest players of all. You know, they spit, they put gum underneath the seats in the dugout. You know, the sunflower seeds are spread all over the place. You're absolutely right, Seth. I'm not saying I totally disagree with you. I'm saying that baseball, to me, of the sports right now, they are under the biggest onus because hockey would just have to finish a couple of games and have playoffs. NBA, same thing. They want to get the playoffs. But baseball, they're talking about, at best, an 80-game season. And if they don't play an 80-game season, plus then playoffs, you're, plus playoffs yeah. then you're right. They shouldn't come back because it wouldn't be legitimate to play anything less than 80 games, right? No, and my, my whole argument on 80 games is, you know, my proposal was do it in Florida and Arizona. If you're not going to have fans, then who cares where you play? And do it in Florida and Arizona and do it in September. And if you wanted to play 81 games in 90 days, do September, October, November – and have your playoffs and World Series in December. And if you want a historical context, there was a national tragedy that led to the creation of the nickname Mr. November in 2001. Mm -hmm. Why can't we have a Mr. December in 2020? In warmer weather. Yeah, do it in Florida and Arizona. And when that plan was originally proposed, it was stupid because they wanted to have it in June and July. Have you guys been to Phoenix in June and July? Yeah, it's like a hundred. My favorite time of the year, man. I love it out there. But so, if you play, no, if you not play during it that in time. September, not in that time. It's 120 degrees. I've been but out there. I cleaned Robin's dad's pool out there at that time of the year. I love the heat, man. It's a dry heat, Seth. It's not like humid Syracuse, where it's unlivable in the summer and unlivable in the winter. <laughs> right. Okay. 
Yeah, you, you should definitely have guys melting, spontaneously combusting over in the outfield in those spring training facilities in July. That's gross. It, yeah. It's disgusting. But do it in September when hopefully we have a better handle on this thing and let baseball showcase itself at night when football and college football and all those places are going to try to get things going. That's where I think this whole thing is going to lie. And, you know, if colleges are going to open and all these things are going to open in September, that's when you should be playing. And this rush to get it by July 4th, I'm sorry, sounds politically driven. What do, you, what do you think would, it would do to Major League Baseball if they had to just cancel the season altogether? I think there would be more teams for sale. Mm. Because I think, I think for a lot of reasons that have nothing to do with COVID-19, I think there are a lot of owners that are seeing how the bubble burst and this, tr- this sport is not trending in the right direction. Right. And while revenues are high, there's no secret about the drops in attendance. There are no secrets about the drops in viewership, and baseball's been hit hard by cord cutting more than anything. And the reality of what baseball's facing in the next 10 years, especially now in the after effects of COVID-19, and don't forget, they have a new collective bargaining agreement. If you're an owner of a team that does not have a television deal that makes it worth playing, mm-hmm. I bet you there's at least 10 owners that are saying, I hope would they love can. to sell. Yeah, this would be, give them an excuse to get out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think they want to cancel this because if you're, you know, this whole idea, if the highest payroll in baseball is under the luxury tax, so it's $240 million. Half of that is $120 Because if you're only playing 81 games, it's $120 million. Mm-hmm. If you're an owner of a major league team and can't afford $120 million, why are you owning a team in the first place? Mm-hmm. And don't forget, it's the same thing in buying a house. It's the same thing in buying a car. The owner assumes the risk, and the risk should face with the owner. And if the players are running at 100% and diving at 100%, they should be paid at 100% of the games they play, which would be which half. Which would be half, yeah. So you're not in, uh, you're not in, uh, in line with uh, Seth Bra down there? Snell. No, he's, Snell he's, I think he's with him. You're with Snell Bra about so you think a guy should be paid an entire season for playing half a season? No. No. Okay, be, that's no, what I'm saying. So you're in – half a season. No, Blake Snell was saying he wants the money he signed for. What I'm saying is, for games they play, 100%. For games that are canceled, zero. Okay, that's, that make, yeah, makes sense. But no, he, he was complaining that he doesn't want to play. Yeah, he wanted the whole $7 million regardless. Yeah. He so said they, the risk, first of all, the guy's young, and his likelihood of dying from coronavirus is next to none. Well, but what I would suggest to all of these players, and I don't know how you re- legislate this, because I think they'll be ostracized especially on social media, is I would say any player that doesn't want to play doesn't have to. And that the terms of your deal is you'll get zero, Mm -hmm. and it counts as a year of your service time. So, for example, Mookie Betts would be a free agent having never played for the Dodgers. I don't have a problem with that. Listen, it's up to them. And I don't have a problem with that because Jack Wheeler said something very smart. His wife is pregnant, and it's not that he wanted to be there for the pregnancy and not pitch. But what he wanted to do was take the collectively bargained paternity leave and be with the birth, be there for the birth of his, his child. And during a pandemic, he's more concerned. So he's right. And that's why I say to the whole thing, I think it's too soon. And I'm hopeful for sports, and I want sports back in the worst way. And we all do. 
but I think July is too soon, especially when the numbers spike after this Memorial Day weekend, when people cannot, and I don't know what you guys saw, but I saw chaos over the weekend, this past weekend, with perfect weather in the Northeast, and these numbers are going to spike, and if they can't get a handle on this, remember, when Italy got, a, got past this, Italy shut the whole country down. When South Korea got a handle of this, they shut the whole country down. We have not done anything we like shut, that. What are you kidding? The whole country shut down, Seth. Where have you been living? 600,000 people in Alabama went to work yesterday. So that's, that's their governors making decisions based that's, on what they see in their states. That's fractured. But, Tony, that's fractured. That's what I'm saying. And as long as it's fractured, it can spread. Well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. And even the doctors are getting it wrong, Seth. And I don't really... I don't really have a horse in this game. I just know that I'm not saying go back to work and risk your lives or don't go outside. I just think that all the people that we're supposed to listen to have all been wrong, from the CDC to the WHO to everybody else. And now there's a story today that the, the surfaces, you're, it's not as easy to cont contract it as everybody thought it was. Yeah, the CDC said the that. The CDC yeah. is saying those are the people we're supposed to listen to. The story changes every two weeks. Exactly. So I'm saying be All safe. I, I say be All safe. But the, but to say that we, you know, it's not safe to go back, I don't, that's not for me or you. We just have opinions. That's all we have. No, no, no. But I, ha I know the guy, I'm staring at him right across the street has it. Two houses down, the husband and the wife have it. If you walked around my block, my block's a circle. It's about .6, uh, tenths, six tenths of a mile. And you hug every person that you come across on a six tenths of a mile walk, you'll have COVID-19 and greet it. Yeah, I don't hug anybody. Yeah. I never did. <laughs> I've been social distancing for 30 years. Listen, I'm in the wheelhouse of the, the danger zone. I'm almost 68. My mom's 96. I don't worry about either one of us. Because we're doing the right thing, and, I'm, and my mom has not been ordered into a nursing home to die like many of the governors have in this country uh, against the rules. Because any moron under the age of five would know that nursing home people are the most vulnerable and should have been taken care of from Agreed. Jump Street. And that's Agreed. the problem I have. You know, I don't, I don't trust any politician. I don't care who it is. They don't know what the decisions are. They're just doing things that they think are cool, and that's why I have a problem with it. I don't want anybody forced to do anything they don't want to. But I agree with you with the baseball thing, man. The players don't want to play? Then don't get paid. Then sit at home and play Fortnite with all the other bras on the Internet. <laughs> if, you th if the players, to me, if the players are not going to respect the quarantine rules, because look at Korea again, all those players, they respect every quarantine rule and they've had two out two cases amongst their players. And I haven't watched the lick of their games because they're boring as can be. Well, yeah. you know, we but, have people out there uh, in the offseason who are professional athletes. Forget about quarantine. They're not practicing any safe measures, including going to parties where their guns are drawn and people are getting watches and stuff. I mean, you know, people don't follow the rules. We can't, we can't make people smart. We can't tell people to use their common sense. Well, I mean, here's the other thing that, you know, the fact that people are catching COVID-19 does not mean that they're going to die. Exactly. I mean, the, the, there are some people that are susceptible and they, they are immunocompromised, whatever. They have alternate reasons and then they succumb to it because other things happen. But most people who catch this, 99 point something percent of people who catch it are going to get over it. I may already had it and be over it. I need one of those you tests. Do you have any of those tests? Do you have any antibody tests up there? 
Uh, I, I'm tempted to do it. I'll be honest. Oh, I'm yeah. tempted. I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do. I want to do it live on the air. I want somebody to yes. prick my finger on I the air. I don't know if I want that thing stuffed. No, up I don't into want the two-tip stuffed into my brain. brain. Yeah. I got enough. I don't have enough matter up there anyway. I don't want anybody sticking it all well, the way if, up through my brain and pulling mistaken, stuff out. If I'm not mistaken, the antibody test is a blood draw. No, because I know. It has That's to be a blood there. test, yeah. and you and you don't get out of your car. You just stick your arm out. Yep. I, I'll, I'll stick my I'm arm out of my basement window here, and I'll have somebody prick me walking by. We can do it at a drive-through. Yep. Yeah. There'll be drive-bys here probably later on tonight, so I'll worry about that then. <laughs> And honestly, that's the only way I think most people are going to feel se- really secure, knowing you're like, oh, my gosh, I had it already, and I didn't even know. I had it already. It'll be right. like chicken pox. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I, By the way, there's one last, one last statistical to. fact that I, I had will present. I had chicken pox when I got the chicken Pennsylvania has had more COVID deaths over the age of 100 than under the age of 45. Those are statistical facts broken down by health.pa.gov, the actual state's site. More deaths over the age of 95 than under the age of 60, and more deaths over the age of 85 than under 80. Wow. So we know who's the most susceptible to dying of this disease. At least in this state. Well, that's yeah. the same pretty much in every state. So that's the, the, so, we take so, care of our vulnerable so, so population. Should John Sterling be at Yankee Stadium? Probably, Probably not. Absolutely not. No, Probably not. No one should be at Yankee Stadium. Because the Yankees lose. The Yankees lose. Goodness gracious. There you go. I pull out. Anyway. I mean, Susan's the same way. I mean, <laughs> I know. I don't speak of a of a of a young lady's age, but Susan Waldman, she's got to be in her sixties. That's yeah, why you're you're right, though. There are a bunch of people who are in and around the baseball organization that probably should not be there if and when it gets back to working again. And that hasn't been talked about in the rules in the in the thing between the owners and the players. There have been no provisions for offices not coming to work. And, you know, again, if you're the GM of a team or if you're a manager of the team, if a pitching coach wants to talk to a pitcher, is he going to stay six feet away when no fans are in the stands and everybody can hear what they're talking about? Well, that's why I don't think they're going to be able to get this thing done. Uh, To me, as far as I'm concerned, I think baseball should just shut it down right now and go the hell back into their little, little comp. Go back and play Fortnite and go sit on your millions of dollars because you know what? You know this and I do. The fans will turn on the players, not on the owners. They already are. And I don't care. And I don't care either, but that's the way fans think when they talk about millionaires arguing. I understand. And and let this fight. People are so outraged by this fight. And it doesn't outrage me in the, le- in the least because what I would hate to see is the exact opposite. I would hate to see players and owners talk today, and they're going to work toward a deal. We'll have baseball in July, and mm-hmm. I, that makes me nervous as hell. And I don't think they're ready. And I think the owners are being compelled to do it, and I just don't know by whom. Well, I don't know either, but they want to make money. I think I everybody wants to make money. I something to replace baseball Me with. too. And I love baseball. Seth Everett, I- good stuff, man. Good conversation, good debate. That's what it's all about here. I love it. I love being on your show, and I will talk to you guys soon. Seth Everett, follow him on his Twitter stream and at Twitch. Seth underscore Everett. He has an underscore. Yes, in yes he, he does. does. That's the last time he's coming on this show. No. <laughs> I want that underscore removed before we have any sports opening. And if this, if he doesn't remove the underscore, I don't think there should ever be any sports ever again until there's a vaccine. We're coming right back, Tony and Harry. <laughs> 
Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today, and if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry keeping you up to date on all the important things and the not so important things. Harry playing with the riddle now, the cat. Yeah. He's, he's active right now. He was laying out there, chilling like a villain. He hasn't been down here the last couple of weeks. I know. Oh, he went to the hospital today. Robin spent another $600 getting a blood test. Really? My cat's, had more, my cat's been to the doctor more than I have in the last six months. Does the cat have COVID-19? I don't know. We have to have a test. 
He had to have a blood test to see if his, uh, um, because he has, he's hyper, hyperthyroidism. Mm. And so he's on medication. Now, Harry knows about that stuff. Didn't you have a, a medical breakdown for that as we go into no, the back of no, our no, medical? That was, that was the uh, lap cholecystectomy. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway. What's your diagnosis on the cat? You see the cat. Does the cat look? I think the cat's fine. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well, he's on this medication, and if he has too much of it, it can damage his liver. So oh, okay. they, <laughs> we have to make sure that his medication is at the right level. So since he's only been on it for a month, he has to have another. I've been on my medication for, what, 30-some years, and it can damage my liver, too, if I take too much. So <laughs> There you have it. Yeah. I don't think I'm giving that kind of medication to no. my cat, Every though. single drug commercial on TV, and they're nonstop, the list of potential side effects reads like war and peace oh i know so there, any vaccine that comes out for anything is going to have because to protect these farm big pharma companies a list of all the potential things some people say i'd rather die than have to worry about uh, all this if side you don't effects. have tb yeah. and you have the risk of tb don't take this drug then why am i taking it anyway <laughs> i'm afraid to take these drugs based on the list of side effects that they have to warn me about well, I'm supposed to be getting better and from that something. that was all because during the clinical trials, somebody developed one of those things. Exactly. Yep. For yeah. example, I'm on this blood pressure medication, and now every week I read recall of this blood medication. All doctors are prescribing blood right. medication, and all this stuff comes from China. China. Did you China. know? And it's all tainted. Right. Did you And you're know? taking it to try to get your blood pressure down. And listen, does it sound like my blood pressure? No, down? it's not working <laughs> right I stopped, now. I stopped taking it. You did. You know why? Because I'm worried about... What they're saying, that this stuff could hurt you more than help you. So I come into the show and I relax every day. I don't get my, I don't take my blood pressure meds anymore. Did you know that we actually know somebody that, ha- that was taking hydroxychloroquine for two and a half years? Pat Kinnean, he has rheumatoid arthritis, a, very, uh, a different form. It's an autoimmune and, disease. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so he, his doctor had him on hydroxychloroquine for two and a half years until it stopped working. Robin, how dare drug. you? How dare you Just talk about a drug know that somebody. kills people, Don't be Robin? pushing any medication on What do you show. think you are? You a drug pusher now? You're going to sell it on the street? I mean, no, it's expensive. It's like 83 cents a pill. No, no. Hydroxychloroquine is like a penny a No, pill. it's like 83 cents on the market, right? Oh. Trust that's me, I know. It's still pretty cheap. I know. That's my point. Yeah. Any of these new vaccines or pills? And that's why they don't want to push it, in right. my view, because gonna be a thousand, nobody's yeah. going to make any money How on many it. people are going to go out it's and get a $1,000 vaccine hoping that it do- keeps them from getting it? That's what I'm saying. It's going right. to be like $1,000 to get a flu shot. It might be more than that. Probably. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get to important stuff. Let's get to our South Korean soccer scandal update desk. We have some music to go with this. Because, this is also a follow-up from our previous yes, update. Yes, because we don't let stories week. die. We told you about the story. <laughs> You've seen it. The South Korean football club, Seoul, in the capital, Seoul, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Remember we saw the story. The team put in the stands, the soccer club, had dolls, mannequins, they thought. Right. Because in some, they use cardboard. In some of the... Uh, now, this is soccer, but the baseball teams have been using cheerleaders who mm-hmm. don't get near anybody. Cardboard cutouts. Those are real cheerleaders, though. Yes, they're real yeah. live, but they're not near anybody, and right. they're doing it safe with masks. But in this one particular case, instead of using cardboard cutouts in the stands, the Seoul FC Seoul South Korean Football Club, which is one of their best teams mm-hmm. playing in the biggest stadium, the Olympic Stadium in South Korea, they have now been fined, Harry. Because they apologized for having sex dolls in the stands instead of mannequins. But now we know the rest of the story. Right. 
Tell us the rest. How much were they fined for having sex dolls instead of blow-up dolls or just mannequins or even cardboard cutouts of women in the stands? They were fined a record 100 million Korean won, which... Trans- hey, won! A hundred, not one hundred million dollars, no? <laughs> which is $82,000 of our money. Eighty-two yes. grand for putting blow-up sex dolls in the no, stands, Harry? No, for damaging the prestige and integrity of the league. Oh, okay? oh yeah. They stained the shield, as Roger Goodell <laughs> would say. The now, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, though, but the only way anybody would have known that they were sex dolls is if they recognized mm-hmm. them, right? Yes, viewers watching on television. So they're just like the golf fans who used to watch the PGA Tour on Sundays and called into the studio and there say, you go. that guy just called to his club there. Isn't that a two-shot violation? They quickly pointed out that the dolls looked more like sex dolls than mannequins and that some of them were holding placards actually bearing the name of the adult toy manufacturer. Yes, remember ah. we were talking about about they were holding up signs. Yeah. And I'm not my South Korean isn't very good right Me now. Either. And I'm thinking, what are the what do the signs say? And the signs say, long-haired hippie people need not apply. There were signs that were promoting the name of the sex toy manufacturing being held up by the sex dolls themselves who had masks on so you couldn't see their faces. So what we surmised yesterday that somebody was getting a little kickback from this. We were right. We were right. Again. K-League regulations forbid, Tony, inappropriate or sexual advertisements. Yes. Okay. It's like Roger Goodell. You wear the wrong shirt. You wear the wrong right. sneakers. Baseball. You don't have your. You don't have your uniform tucked in properly. Yeah. They, 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 well, <laughs> football authorities accepted that Seoul had not purposely ordered the sex dolls. They ruled that given the dolls' appearance and characteristics, there was an ample time from installing them in the seats on Sunday lunchtime until evening kickoff to realize a mistake had been made. (laughs) Yeah, those were not beer holders, like I suggested. Boy, this doll's (laughs) boobs are really big. Well, they should donate those to charity yeah. or to the single players who are now going to get. And these team, this team may be thrown out of the stadium. Is that right? Yeah, they may wow. be thrown out of the 66,000-seat stadium in Seoul, South Korea. Well, every player should at least get a nice parting present. You know, even though I don't have any Korean music, but I thought of this song because the fans at home were watching this, and they saw these sex dolls, and you know what they were doing? They weren't turning in Korea, Harrod. They were turning Japanese watching this at home, baby. Now, is this the Vapors? Yes. Yes, it is. This was a big tune when this oh, yeah. came out. Josie, did you like the Vapors turning Japanese? Yeah, it's the only song I know by them, though. Well, they're actually coming out with a new album. Really? They are? Yes. They, this came out like 30-some years ago, I but they're coming out with a new album. explain to me what they this song turning South about. Korean soccer player? <laughs> I had no clue that this was about orgasming. No, it's about uh, masturbating, yeah. But it, yeah, but it's the face. It's about the face you make when you have an orgasm. I had oh, no the oh. the O face. Oh, I did not. Yeah, that face. Yeah, the O face. <laughs> I just, I, I was like, I don't get oh. this. Yeah, this song is all about self partnering. You're right. When you were social distancing and you were by yourself at home, mm-hmm. watching something on late night television, like Skinamax or Prison back in the day, Harry. It's a great song. Day. Fantastic. There you have it. Now you know the rest of the story, Harry. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Seth Everett. Cam Rogers, the young fella, talking about Tiger Woods and the Philly Godfather for joining us today. All the great callers, the commenters on the Twitch stream, and, of course, Joe C. at the Wheels of Steel. 
Joe Kraus, Miss Robin, Harry Mays, yours truly, Tony Bruno, and everybody else. Caleb out there in Indy Town, Conlon Farrell over there in Glassboro Town, and everybody else helping out with the show. Don't forget, we'll be back here for Thirsty Throwback Thursday. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't take unprescribed medication. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on the planet's surface.